Good morning. It's 841. We have Dr. Chapa in studio today. I'm excited. We have an awesome show. It's going to be a lot of fun. We're going to be talking about health, wellness, perceived reality. We're going to be talking about social media. We're going to be talking about everything. Maybe even outer space. I don't know, but we got 10 seconds. We're going to get into Kickstart. Go ahead and share this video out today. We're giving away a Benito's gift card through our, our Facebook right now. So here we go. Good morning. You're listening to KHEA Radio 99.5 FM. This is Kickstart. I'm Gardy. And I'm Kurt. It's 841. We have the man, the legend, Dr. Choppa in studio. Good morning, Dr. Choppa. Oh, good morning, my friends. How are you all this fine morning? Doing pretty good today. How are you? Yourself? Oh, man, I'm fine as frog here. I'm feeling great, living great. Life is great. What do you got right there? This is a uh, main squeeze power uh, drink. It's cucumbers, chard, broccoli, kale, lime, celery, parsley juice. And uh, it's just a great way to kickstart the morning. It's a nice little, uh, you know, uh, wonderful, green, amazing power shot mm. of information. It's six pounds of produce goes into making this. Oh my if goodness. you haven't been to Main Squeeze in Webster, uh, uh, absolute amazing people, amazing company. They don't. Uh, it's all cold pressed. Nothing is pasteurized, homogenized. No preservatives. Uh, I mean, all their juices taste absolutely dynamo. And uh, the great smoothies, and I mean, it's just, the, and the owners are absolutely, you know, dynamo folks. Yeah, we've had a conversation with them before, and they they are fantastic people. You sh- next time you're in there, say we say hi. I will. I'll maybe Jeff and I'll get on uh, social media and go, KG Radio, what's going on? Yeah. yeah so. hey, speaking of pasteurized, my son found this section on our TV remote where you can play games, and it's pretty neat. But they have quizzes, and part of them are food quizzes, movies, television. And under the food quiz, we were taking one just for fun, right? And one of the questions was about pasteurized food and, like, if it's illegal or legal to sell. And I was like, I know this. You are not allowed to sell. You know, it has to be this process and everything. And my, my wife misunderstood me, and we got the answer wrong anyways. But it's just a little a little fact I learned from you. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it's amazing. You know, in order to sell across state lines and to have thing, food last as long as it does on the shelves um, – you know, there's a lot that we have to do to preserve that um, that convenience, and and those, a lot of times the pesticides, the herbicides, the fungicides, the pasteurization process, the the, the art of preser- preservation is really just you know loading chemicals into our food supply, and so we live in what we call the empty harvest. You know that that we we are tons of food, tons of options, tons of things we can tickle our taste buds with, but is it really good food for you? Is it really nourishing to the cells? And does it allow the tissues to regenerate and regrow and heal and be energized as food should? Or is it slowly killing you? Yeah, so the, the, main, the main point, we're trying to, to heal our body and, and replenish it? Or like, what's the, the purpose of food? Yeah, so if you look up the Webster's Dictionary in the Big Red Dictionary, everybody probably has one. Um, you know, we don't use it. We use our phones nowadays. But, mm-hmm. you know, Webster's also on your app. And and it is a to nourish, regenerate, to energize cellular tissue. It is to make the body, uh, give the body resources to regenerate and grow. And and when you stim- stimulate regeneration, healing, and um, you have what we call uh, regenerative states of physiology where your brain is fully functional spirit mind and body whenever you're in your 80s or 90s or at the end of your life and you, you're fully functional like think about that it, and if it, and my mentors have always taught me like you want to 
what do you ask these questions? What do you want your life to look like after you've built it? You know, if and if because if you, I can ask this. Always tell this story. Like if there's you and a, and, a, and a twin, and one of you smokes, drinks, parties all the time, stays up late, doesn't ever get good sleep, and one of you eats well, thinks well, associates well, reads well, stimulates their body well, good exercise, things of that nature. At eighty, which one is healthier? Mm-hmm. Which one looks healthier? From a just a physical like, let me look at you appearance, and everybody goes, oh, it's the one that took care of themselves. Well, so we innately know that, but yet we're so often, you know, easy to slip down the slippery slope of disease diagnosis, symptom patterns that we weren't genetically born with. And what if we could be mindful of, all right, evaluate that food. Is that a real food or is that a sometimes food? And if if you start recognizing that the bulk of the diet that your food intake you're putting in is a sometimes food, that processed food can cause your body to break down and not perform at its best. So let's think of looking at food. Is is this going to empower my body to be its best, or is it going to cause my body to slip down the slippery slope of disease, sickness, symptom patterns that we weren't genetically born with? Mm. Right now it's 846. We have Dr. Chop in studio. If you're watching on Facebook, feel free to ask questions. If you have any issues that you're dealing with in your body that you weren't born with, now is the time to ask them. We'll get them asked. Dr. Chapa will will give his best answer. And uh, not only that, if it, make sure you uh, you know like, share, or comment if you have a symptom pattern that you're not genetically born with, just so we know that you know we're not the only ones that have issues that pop up in our lives. You know, Kurt Guardian and I we just sit in here thinking it's only us. It, it's only us. But <laughs> reality, we need to know if you guys mm-hmm. are dealing with something. It doesn't matter if it's a headache. It doesn't matter if it's blood pressure. It doesn't matter if it's you don't have to tell us unless you want to. But I mean, it's okay because what it does is it allows us to associate with a community of people that know that we're all in this together. It's that perceived reality. These people on Facebook, they look you're living your perfect life, and over here I'm dealing with you know this issue and that issue, and I just don't know. I need to know I'm not alone. Perceived reality is always a good thing, right? I think so. Well, I mean, it can I'm, be, we're, unless we're you're struggling. Well, but it is. It, it, well, no. perceived reality <laughs> is what is, it's the way of the world. So, you know, everybody, we that's one of the things about Facebook that is why they nickname it fake book, because we only typically show our best cards. Mm-hmm. There's a few people that go on rants, right? But Kurt, uh, uh, only, uh, <laughs> wow! Uh, 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 easy. You can't even be facetious on the internet anymore. I, I know you I can't. sneezed, and so Kurt. anyway, <laughs> I, I think that uh, perceived reality is um, something that we have to be mindful of. And and look, nobody's perfect. None of us have this all figured out. But what we know is that there are some basics that we can stick to. You should drink 32 ounces of water per 50 pounds of body weight every day. My wife got so excited one morning, and she goes. Honey, honey, I drank 115 ounces of water today. I said, that's awesome, honey. She goes, what does that mean? I said, it means you get to do it again tomorrow. (laughs) And she goes, oh. You know, because we have to find joy in some of the mundane. You know, like taking care of yourself, going for a walk every day. What if you were supposed to go on a walk every day to preserve your heart and you didn't do it? Mm -hmm. And you you missed 15 years of quality living. You know what I mean? Yeah. And and what if instead of eating, you know, uh, the hamburger, you ate salads every day and it paid off for you. Now, somebody might make the case, well, what if I eat salads and I eat healthy food and I walk out and get hit by a truck? Well, that might have been God's plan, unfortunately, that, that that's the way it ended for you. But what, how do you, how do you roll the dice like that? I mean, we know you can't outrun a bad diet. 
Like sooner or later, bad living will catch up to you. So we always want to be teaching people to do more of the right thing. So take seven steps forward, three steps back, you still have net positive gain of four. So 70% of the time, eat right, think right, uh, live right, drink your good fluids right, you know, get hydrated right, get your mineral levels up right. And then 30% of the time fall off the wagon and you're still moving forward. So if you do that every day, every week, every month, all of a sudden at the end of your year, you're moving forward and even know that you haven't necessarily been perfect. So remember, there's only one that's ever been perfect. Mm-hmm. You know, Jesus. Well, that's right. Awesome. You know, I saw a meme yesterday and it <clears throat> said if you skip the cheese on your cheeseburger every, you know, every time you have a burger throughout the year, that that would be like 5,722 calories that you'll have. And then the response was like, first of all, mind your own business. <laughs> it's one of those really funny things. But it is those small steps like, hey, you know what? I can't cut this out, but I'm going to make this step where I'm going to remove this from my life or like every other time. And it is those baby steps to where you can get to the goals that you have. So can I tell you all a joke? Yes. Knock, knock. Oh, wait, you wanted to oh, tell yes. the joke. I wanted to oh, tell the joke, okay. but if you got one first, that's okay. I only got really bad dad jokes. No one wants to hear them. Oh, okay, so th- I think you all appreciate this just off the co- what, what you just said. So um, who is the creator Owl. of cheese? Okay, who is the creator of cheese? I don't know. You know, Kurt? I don't. Jesus. <laughs> Isn't that terrible? Oh, Everyone man. just like left. Oh, sorry, sorry. Everyone just tuned to like no, no, don't a different turn, radio don't station. Don't turn the dial. It's okay. Oh my gosh. No more jokes. No more jokes. <laughs> it's okay. Hey, Dr. Chapa, so we, we have a bunch of questions coming in already. Um, if you have a health question, you can go ahead and ask it right here on the Facebook Live page if you're watching us on Facebook. If you're listening in the car or at home at 99.5 FM, you can go ahead and send us a text message that's 346-704-1806. It's 346-704-1806. One of the things that uh, I I wanted to talk about today and the question that I had, um, so last week, uh, last Saturday, I actually picked up some edel- elderberry juice. Um, it was just a local person was making elderberry juice, and I was taking it once a day. Never had an allergy issue, never had a runny nose, any any kind of issues at all. While using it? While using it. Nice. I run out on Sunday. Oh, man. Monday morning, I wake up, nose clogged, running. This morning, same issue, but it was even worse than yesterday. Is elderberry juice the, the thing that I need to be taking every single morning in order to combat some of those things? Yeah. If so, it's working. I mean, if it's working, why not you know do more of it? I would tell you that you know in my office, I use a product called Kids Cold that has echinacea and elderberry in it uh, as a nice mixture, and uh, it's called Kid Cold. And what it's designed to do is to stim- – elderberry is a really powerful immunological herb. A lot of people use it just for fevers and colds and stuff. But if you're getting a benefit from it in the you know sinus allergy department, knowing your history, um, you know that would be an an absolute avenue you want to pers- go down because herbs become you associate with certain herbs just like you associate with certain people. You're going to find that you know this herb every time I take it gives me this effect, and and that's a really powerful thing to to work with. And I find that a lot of people that I work with and people that I talk to. You know, we have a, a fear of what we don't know, fear of the unknown. You know, you've heard of that. And and so one of the reasons I'm so confident with all these products is because I take them 
regularly. Like I've studied them, and I have not just studied them from a theorized, you know, perspective out of a book. Oh, this is what it should do. I've taken everything, you know, even the 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 quote unquote products that are designed for women, you know. Uh, I've I've eaten them up to see what they if they do have any effect on me, you know, because I am my I am the first guinea pig. I am the first scientist that wants to make sure that anything that I give is safe and effective. And what we know is that um, you know elderberry has amazing immunological properties. So totally, you know, I, I get just, it in. I just saw that somebody actually just picked me up some elderberries. Nice juice. Are they bringing it? That. Are they going to bring it to you today? I hope so. I hope so. I, I, I have a question it. about that because you hear medication like over the counter stuff. They say antibiotics. Like if you keep taking these, you know your your body is going to become immune to it. Is it possible to become immune to these herbal supplements and elderberry juice and it's other? A, it's things? a great question. So whenever you have chemicals that your body is taking in, have you ever heard of like you know a tolerant people build up a tolerance? Uh, yeah. That's what it is when you're taking chemical substances. Okay. So whether it's alcohol, whether it's nicotine, that's why they you know they need more of that stuff. Um, and the same goes the same goes with medications. And and I always tell patients that do a lot of antibiotics. We had a patient come in yesterday and said, you know, I just want to know that I can take antibiotics and still be healthy. And I'm like, well, um, I can't really tell you that because they only they only have a lifespan. Like you only have like like nine lives of a cat. They only work so many times and they stop working. Their effective rate goes down because the bugs that your body has is evolving to that antibiotic, even your good bacteria. I mean, everything is when it when a when a war strikes, defenses and strategies to prevent that from happening again come into place. And they're an evolving organism as well. And we all have a bacterial ecology, good and bad. We have good, bad bacteria, good, bad yeast, and they're in constant battle of suppression and who's going to win well we obviously want the good guys so when you're taking herbs because herbs are not um chemicals and they're naturally occurring in the right therapeutic doses you can get amazing therapeutic properties like garlic for example it kills like um you know seven out of ten different types of bacterial strains uh and i think it was i'm i'm gonna i think 70 different fungi and stuff like that. It's like the most antimicrobial herbal that will always work day in and day out. And the and I think the older we get, um, we need stuff like that in our digestive tracts because what we eat is important, but what we don't eat, don't eat is more important. More so important. More, more important. Got something it. like that. And, and so all of a sudden, the gut lining can – we can increase absorption by making sure that the, 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 the bacterial and yeast – infiltration of the bad guys are always in a suppressed state then you get a therapeutic benefit from garlic in arteries mm -hmm. you know so it not just is it good for my, my uh, microbial effects now it also has a circulatory effect and it's ongoing forever and ever your body will not get a buildup of tolerance and that's something that you can really count on and that's why you always want to know the quality of what you're taking so we use companies that are reputable companies that have set the gold standard across the u.s and across the, the country or the the world on how herbs are going to be processed and developed so that we can always count on them so if it says garlic in this quantity on the label or if it says echinacea and it's this part of the echinacea plant that you know beyond a shadow of a doubt that's what you're getting and so you know and we always not to say that you can't get good quality elsewhere but 
from a standardized perspective, I mean, you don't always know where you're getting what you're getting, mm-hmm. and it's important. And that's why we always want people to know Living Well Clinical Nutrition Center has the best. We have a very high-end quality line of products that we can pull from. And the nice thing is, is these companies aren't motivated by money. They're motivated by quality because if the product doesn't do what it's supposed to do, guess who doesn't buy it? Anybody. I, nobody I, buys it. I, nobody buys it, and the clinician typically doesn't buy it. Yeah. So they, they first make a product that is that you can count on continuously over and over because a lot of this too is teaching individuals like you know Kurt's got his immune immune challenge that he's going through and he's going to evolve through it and past it you know especially over time as he becomes a better patient and 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 the same goes with all the people that walk through the door it just takes time to learn your chemistry your own chemistry appreciate how your body is communicating to you and then allowing us to give you tools and direction on, hey, when you feel this, do this. Hey, when you feel this, do that. And it's not a pill for an ill. It's listening to the symptom patterns that your body is giving you, like check engine lights. And these check engine lights, when addressed appropriately, you can count on herbs to continuously over and over and over again give you a good result. Okay, here's some other questions that we have. This one is from Sandy, and it I'm going to ask this one first because you said – Sometimes you are the first guinea pig. You knew ta- you take the the supplements that are even for ladies. So, Sandy asks, are most of your supplements and dietary recommendations supported for breastfeeding mothers? Absolutely, we have a huge uh, array of kids and breastfeeding moms coming into our office. I, I actually pride myself, uh, and I you know I can't technically say that I have the best prenatal program ever, but I really think that we have an amazing prenatal program that doesn't allow any cracks to be in the quote-unquote uh, prenatal uh, foundation and the postnatal foundation of care because we're addressing vitamins, minerals, essential fatty acids. We're making sure that we're not detoxing you through that through your breastfeeding years. You know, I've got a lady that's been a patient now for, mm, I'm going to say, five years, maybe six. I'm thinking maybe six. And she has been breastfeeding since 2012. And uh, she was just telling me just last Friday how excited she was you know, that she just has a place that she can go that knows and understands her chemistry and understands what her body's her body needs in order to keep, you know, this uh, the health for herself and the health of her kids in check. Okay, and then here is another one, and it has to do with kids as well. This is from Angie Butler. She said, the pros and cons of raw milk, this seems to be the only milk my son can drink without side effects. So the pros and cons of raw milk is... If your kid can do raw milk and not have a side effect that you can see, I, I mean, I would be wanting to ask other questions to find out, you know, well, maybe you're just not recognizing some of the other symptoms. But I do have a few patients that can do goat milk, and they don't seem to have any um, they don't have any rashes. They don't have any drainage. They don't have any sleep issues. They don't have any temperament issues. They don't have any change in blood pressure. They don't have anything that we can physiologically see as a problem, and so we allow them to do it. You know, and and, and so um, raw is always better. I mean, in today's world, if you buy anything from a grocery store, it is pasteurized and homogenized. And the minute I said those words, it's it's junk for you. You don't need it. Because the whole process of that is to make it harmonious or look the same throughout. And so they, you lose the quality of fats. You denature the fats. You denature the proteins. So the proteins in the milk don't have an effect on your body um, like they would in a raw state. 
So, you know, uh, give us a thumbs up if you've ever tried raw milk and, and how, what your effect was, you know. And, 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 and here's one of the things that I would tell you is that raw is always better. Like we mm-hmm. put hormones and steroids uh, into these cows today to overproduce, and then we have to process that, their product down to something that the world can tolerate in a, you know, sanitary state. Because Elsie was never designed to produce the amount of milk that she's producing today, so a raw system is more better. Uh, because if she's does not, if it's too hot and she's not producing, or if she's you know unhealthy and not producing good quality milk, you'll know, and it'll be fresh right out of the udder. It's nine oh two a.m. This is KHEA Radio ninety nine point five FM. It's Kickstart. We're going to be on till 11 a.m. We have Dr. Aaron Chapa in studio. He's answering questions, questions that you've been asking through Facebook, questions that you can text us and ask, 346-704-1806. Kurt, did you see this question from Lori? I did. You I want to ask it? Yeah. So the, <laughs> it was kind of funny because I had a similar situation yeah. take place. <laughs> it's kitty cat um, related. I did some cleaning on Sunday. I mean, I did a deep clean on Sunday, and uh, I was sitting there. Uh, cleaning all the dust off that I hadn't done in like six months and uh, just started to just sneeze and sniffle and I was like oh my gosh like this is nuts so she said freak accident happened house full of cat litter dust literal cloud of dust everywhere on Sunday I have respiratory issues and have a dry cough should I be concerned I like that she prefaced it weird question. <laughs> First of all, with Dr. Chapa, I mean, there may be some weird questions, but I feel like he's been asked everything. Even, even yeah. better, freak accident. I want to know what happened. Like, you accidentally, like, Just walking with the boxer, like, you slip on something. That's exactly Whoa. what happened, probably. It was, so, it was just one of these things where, you, and then you look around and you go, there really? There is a cloud. And, and it's like, <laughs> so, I had, a, I had this exact thing come in yesterday, but it wasn't kitty litter. It was uh, a lady in January, uh, December, uh, was in a at a friend's house and they were having a bonfire and they threw pretty much everything in the kitchen sink on the bonfire. Motor oil, they had plastic, they had you know fabrics, they had you know chairs, plastics, and 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 she's had a nasty cough since December. And I'm like, well, why uh, why didn't you come? Why didn't you let me know back then when the cough came on? And she goes, well, you know, I didn't really know if that if you knew how to handle this kind of stuff, da da da. And I'm so I'm really glad this question came up because. Um, if it ha- if it's a symptom that you're having, Living Well Clinical Nutrition Center can help you. We can give you ideas. We can give you support. We can give you understanding on why that was happening to your body. That's what I do. This is and what my office stands for is helping you get to the bottom of you know root symptoms that you're dealing with. So should you be concerned? You, you should be concerned in the fact that you're you got exposed to. Ammonia from the kitty litter. I mean, hopefully you're lucky enough that it was clean. You know, uh, I mean, I hate to think that you had the. We have clarification. Here's what she happened. She said it was a shop vac. Her husband oh, vacuumed, but no. had it set for water, so dust blew out instead of in. Oh, well, okay. So it's <laughs> it's truly just, but it's still. So as they were cleaning it, and now we're dealing with. So there is ammonia and smell, and uh, and then you got just the dust of the particles. And so what we need to do is we need to do, you know, a cleanse on the lungs. So we use something called pneumotrophin PMG, which will actually clean and heal any, you know, tissue damage in the lungs. Now, if this just happened this weekend, we could just do something like Allerplex. It's supportive of of a non-infectious allergy, and it allows the liver to process, the uh, lymphatics to process, the lungs to process, whatever they've been exposed to as particulate matter. So, like, you know, if you look at, like, the particulate matter in our environment today, it might be, you know— uh, hundred on a five hundred scale, and so they would call it mild. And so you just got a more of a severe 
exposure to particulate matter, and it might take you, you know, a, a, a bottle or two or a month of cleansing, depending on how, you know, effective you were at getting it handled and cleaned up, um, you know, to, to get it to process through the body. But our bodies are able to process these types of things. That's why we shouldn't be so sensitive to the environment. But when you are, Kurt, uh, when you are, we know that the liver is in, is challenged not because of the kitty litter, but from the the lifestyle that has clogged up the liver's ducts. I'm a little concerned because Lori said, "Please don't tell anyone." So uh, <laughs> it's already sorry, on. sorry, Oops. sorry. So I'll make sure we don't tell yeah. anybody about the situation. Accidents but, but happen. The, but the reality is, is look, accidents, accidents happen, and this is this is the stuff that happens. Like really, the whole fire that happened a few you know month and a half ago. That fire wasn't intended to, to poison you know houston but it did right right and so well we need to talk about this stuff so that you know Lori, we, we can all learn from your story and and so if i was in your boat i would be reaching to i have a product in my office called dehist it's an antihistamine uh but it's a healthy alternative to like what a drug would do in the body uh, i'd be reaching to allerplex because allerplex would flush my limp my liver my kidneys and my lungs to allow those exit channels to be able to process more effectively the particulate matter that I'm exposed to. And and having these tools makes you go, oh, I feel so much better knowing that I'm not, you know, going to have this dry cough forever. You know, you would take it till the dry cough goes away, maybe get a HEPA filter, put it in the vicinity of where all that particulate matter was put in, especially if it's close to your bedroom, because you don't want to be sucking in, you know, those particulates while you're sleeping for eight hours, mm-hmm. you know, and then lying parallel where your body is not able to move it around and, and deal with it as effectively, you know, as it would during the day when you're up and about. Make sure that you're drinking plenty of good quality water, 32 ounces of water per 50 pounds of body weight. Make sure that you're, you know, going for a walk every day and getting some fresh air. Open up the windows in your house. Allow the outside air. Right now it's been windy, so let that outside air blow through the house and clean out the ducts. Change out your air filters, your normal ones. I mean, so there's so many little things that you could do to start cleaning up the environment and then clean up your own environment. And that's why I give you some of these, you know, educational tools. So, yeah, give us a like if you like that answer. That was awesome. If you're watching on Facebook, share this video out. If you're listening on 99.5 FM or KHEARadio.com, text a friend, call a friend, tell them to tune in. We're about to drop our app, I think, this week, which we're really excited about. We have a KHE Radio app? It's yeah. It's we like, got approved yesterday. Oh, it's like mode. We have some hit the fire button and it's fire gonna be and it's good. We got line. some more Starting. graphics that we need to update and everything else, and it should be good to go. Here's a question from Karen. Kurt, do you want to do you want to ask that? Sure, I can. Um, it says, uh, okay, I found that my back, neck, and knees are a lot more delicate and prone to injury than one P to fifteen years ago. <laughs> Maybe I should ask this question. Well, hey, What's yeah, one hey, P? Start, start over uh, because I'm I'm lost. What's going okay. on? Okay, so she's having back, neck, and knees, and that they're more delicate and prone to injuries than one to fifteen years ago. What sort of easy exercises good to strengthen these areas? Okay, yoga. So you could you could do um, simply like yes, yoga to be fine, right? But uh, just make sure that you don't take your body beyond your your structural current limitations. You want to ease into all protocols and programs. But sometimes I had a lady yesterday that was saying every time they the the PT does this this that and the other, it hurts me, makes me feel worse. And I'm like, well, then let's let's back it down a degree. So we always go easy plus one, right? So you do easy for a couple of weeks, and then you go plus one. You add a little bit another degree of challenge. And so what if you just did? simple joint mobility exercises. So you're sitting in your chair 
and then you pick up one leg off the floor and you make counterclockwise and clockwise rotations of your you know your 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 knee that stretches the ligaments the synovial capsules get stimulation they get hydrated and that creates a health benefit for your knee what if we call that you know doing your laundry or washing the dishes of your body mm-hmm. right in, in, as a metaphor you know you don't want to eat off a of dirty plates right so instead of doing weight bearing or hardcore or some sort of structured plan just go through and mobilize the joints in your body move and do the abcs with your ankle you know uh, put tension and stretch the toes back and get mobility into the toes because we're you know we don't move our toes enough and that's why people have cold hands cold feet they're because they we're not moving our joints individually enough we just go through the day and we're just stagnant and we don't realize you know we, we do we've all seen the elderly people that are, are starting to hunch forward and their head comes down they have an anterior head carriage their thoracic kyphosis evolves so broad you're like wow they're like you know hump back and and you feel bad for them but what caused that it's joint mo- a lack of joint mobility they didn't stretch like Kurt's demonstrating so eloquently they're not doing joint mobility day in and day out because it's one of those mundane things we expect in this society to do what if it if no pain no gain that's the rule right but that's mm-hmm. not always true what if it's just hey i'm going to maintain good quality joint mobilization because the joints get hydrated through mobilization so yes you're getting mobilization when you exercise but what if you what if you took individually non weight bearing and you you worked all aspects of your joints your wrist your fingers your elbows your shoulders all aspects of the neck in all planes, forward, back, side, side, lateral flex, rotations, and you do all these things. And you can just Google these on uh, YouTube. I like um, Scott Sonnen's work. He's a world martial artist and uh, champion martial artist and has trained you know, CIA from all across the country and police forces all across the country and has workout protocols. And his whole thing is about you know, this joint mobility is a key. Nikolai Amosov, a 95-year-old cardiologist that said that it is the key, joint mobility to longevity, is staying agile. And and so with knee pains and things like that, remember the body stores toxins, and a toxin by definition is just anything your body cannot use, okay? And, 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 and so it stores toxins in the brain, in fat cells, and in joints. So if you have arthritis, or what I like to call arthrongus, arthrongus, thank you, Gardy. So excited <laughs> um, uh, because there's nothing, there's nothing right about, about it. it. That's right. Uh. And and, uh, <laughs> and 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 if you have this, then we know that the liver can be cleansed. We know that the the lymphatics need to be decongested. We know that the kidneys need to be flushed. We need to make sure that the bowels are moving eloquently two or three times a day so that you know that you're not holding on to this excess trash and debris and your body won't store it. And that way, you know, when you walk into a room, you don't go, honey, where's my such and such? You go, man, I'm so glad I got a good sharp memory. I'm so glad that I'm 95 years old, fully functional in spirit, mind, and body. I'm so excited that I get to choose life one bite at a time, one day at a time, because you integrated all these like little life principles that make us whole and complete. Kind of along the same lines, I see Gina here ask the same, kind of the same question. How long does a sprain on the wrist last? Ooh. And what are some exercises to help strengthen it? Yeah, thank you for uh, asking. Uh, you know, if anybody's had... Um, 
any type of sprains uh, in the ligaments, you know, hit hit the the thumbs up button because it, it can be it can be a long process. Unfortunately, it can be eight to ten weeks at a minor. It could be you know six months at a major you know injury uh, capacity. So I don't know the full aspect of what you're dealing with there. But here's what I could tell you: is uh, you could totally do um, you could totally come in and let us do. Uh, manipulation of those ligamentous tissues, uh, and that will speed it up and bring blood flow. We would come in and we would use things like cod liver oil. We use things like Ligaplex uh, products to help strengthen. It's a high-dose manganese product that strengthens ligaments, tendons, and muscles and, and makes all those tissues work more effectively. And we're breathing nutrition out into the joints while we're teaching you joint mobility. Make sure that you're drinking water every day, plenty of it, uh, 32 ounces per 50 pounds of body weight. And, and make sure that, you know, you're you're getting, I mean, I mean, really, this is where joint mobility, getting a chiropractic adjustment is just a really powerful tool. Dr. Amber, I, Dr. Amber and I love giving adjustments to patients because, you know, people don't realize that if the dude don't move, the, the dude, dude don't, don't groove. Oh, you guys are awesome you know, today. I you know, love I it. did wake up. Oh, well, actually, it happened before I went to bed last night. Um, I think I actually strained my my back, my lower back, picking something up yesterday. Um, so two eight one five five four eight six zero zero. That's that's you what in. you need to call. Yeah, okay. Gotta, yeah, you got to get us. Right. We got we can fix that. I'm I'm curious if anybody else out there started doing the alphabet with their ankles whenever Doctor Choppa. I was I was over here doing it myself. I was I, like, oh, oh, oh. yeah, I was a, doing it both at the same time. I was, B, trying, C, I was trying to go forwards. With <laughs> I don't know anything and, else after that. Yeah, it's it doesn't surprise us. Keep, <laughs> keeps going. It keeps going. So it's uh, nine fourteen. This is KHEA Radio dot com ninety nine. Point five FM. We have Dr. Aaron Chapa in studio right now. We're talking about some joints, some mobility exercises. How do you keep your body mobile, agile, and mobile? Mm-hmm. And and it simply comes down to just, hey, when what are you doing right now in your car? Are you slumped over? Are you at your computer desk, kind of hunched forward? Hey, pull your shoulders back. You know, pull them down. Don't let them rise up around your ears. You know, feel that 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 curve come into your low back and get your posture right and focus on, oh, cool, you know, I can I can just do lateral flex exercises in my chair. Hey, have you ever seen those Facebook advertisements for this thing that holds your shoulders back? Yeah. yeah. Would that work? I mean, theoretically, it would work because it's holding you in a posture and it's yeah. and it's not letting you, it, it's it's like it's like a brace, right? Mm-hmm. And, it, and it, But I think that it also engages you, every time you go forward, you're actually getting a check to say, no, 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 pull them back. Yeah. That's what the thing is designed to do, which ultimately would theoretically work. I haven't used one yet. Maybe I should get one and play with it, you know, and guinea see pig. and be the guinea pig, and I can give you better insight. But I mean, ideally, anything that reminds you to sit up tall and be proud, and 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 think about too when you're reading a book, when you're at your when you're at your your desk, you know, use your eyes to look down. Don't curve your neck forward because when your head is tilted forward too far. It increases disc pressure 300% on the back of the spine. Cardi, you need to adjust your camera now that you're not if slumped I sit over. Up, <laughs> we, 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 my, nobody can see just my your neck mouth too now. long. I'm like up here. I'm like, what? <laughs> yeah. so, but, you know, but it, go ahead. I was going to say, uh, what was I going to say? For me, oh, yeah, this is, this is my posture when I'm on the radio. I have to lean in in order to look around the, the, the arm. I ha- So, like, in 10 years, after doing this for 10 years, this is what I'm going to look like. I'm going to be walking like this. <laughs> but really going straight, but you're going to yeah. look into the right. Um, to the right. Yeah, So, but and that's the thing is that's why I, I try. I, you know, out. Nikolai Ambasov said, he said it's joint mobility is so easy, but nobody will do it. 
because it's so easy, because it's not the no pain, no gain theory. And, and, you know, and we see all of our, you know, big hardcore gyms today promoting hardcore exercising, but we don't do enough in the realm of gentle mobilization. Yeah. And we think, oh, that's for the old people. Or, and I'm like, give me a break. I sit mean, and, sit you and be fit. Sit, you, uh, sit and be fit, right? Mm-hmm. And 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 the reality is, is we need to get past that, you know, that ego of thinking. Um, and even Scott Sundown says some of the exercises look really silly, but when you don't have back pain and everybody else is developing back pain because they didn't do the right maintenance for the for the workouts they were doing, because they're not teaching this. You know, and 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 yes. Yeah, so, and in some respects, sit and be fit is a very powerful um, tool in your arsenal of wellness from a physiological or biochemical or biomechanical state of being. And so, everything matters. Like, how you, how much water do you drink today? Did you eat breakfast today? You know, did you wake up and put good information in your head, or did you wake up putting you know? junk in your head uh, you know whatever it is that we because we are a product of who we associate with the books and cds that we're listening to or the you know radio that we're listening to and um and we have to be in the books we read so we got to make sure that we're putting in good fuel to make sure that we're building the life that we want you know, that means you have to have a vision of what you want your life to look like after you've done built it and so for me i come from a family that has you know uh, weight issues and uh, heart, uh, heart disease issues. My father died of a heart attack at, at 53 years old. So if I follow the same recipe that my father lived, odds are what's going to happen. I'm going to get the same. Well, what if I learn how to control stress better? What if I learn how to get better sleep and make sure that I'm getting my eight hours of sleep a night and not interrupted sleep, but continuous? And again, if guys, give us a uh, you know a little thumbs up if you struggle with sleep. Um, if you're not sleeping through the night, you're not healing. If you're not, and if you're not getting good sleep, your liver's not de- detoxing well and getting rid of all the stuff from that we build up byproducts wise throughout our day. And so these are all the reasons why we want you to make an appointment and be a part of our office and part of our tribe because, you know, we had an, uh, just an amazing class, uh, the allergy talk last Thursday. And for those that missed it, I'm really sorry you did. We had, I mean, just an outstanding turnout. We had just an outstanding group of people. Is there uh, another one? And yeah, every month up? we do cl- uh, classes. So okay. I'll, uh, w- I, we have it. I think I'll have Ashley post on here later what it is. So we do a class a month and it's always on different topics. But if you are out there and you do, you know, struggle with symptom patterns that you were not genetically born with, Jennifer and myself and Dr. Amber are here to help you guys, you know, work through those challenges. So give us a call at 281-554-8600 and, and let us help you. Let us hear your story so that we can better assist you in knowing which direction to take you, biochemically, structurally, however it is, because everybody starts where they start. I mean, I took at the a, cellular level. Oh, wait. Wait, wait. <clears throat> All life starts at the cellular level. I but, thought you said one. I'm sorry. Yeah, it's okay. You're, you're so, so close, so close. <laughs> I'll get you that one. I'll get you that one in a second. But I had a guy come in one time, and you know he was a big burly dude, you know, tough farm boy, and um, and you know didn't talk, had dip snuff, you know, like his lip kind of puckered out, but there wasn't even no dip in there. It's like his lip engraved a pocket there from all the dip he did. He's even had the little dip, uh, you know, can of skull tattooed in his in his pants, you know, even though there was no can there. I mean, and and he's just that guy, right? You wouldn't think of ever being healthy, and he was stiff as a board. I mean, I remember you know, pulling his shoe off and thinking, um, I wish I wouldn't have done that, you know, because it it blasted me back like, whoa, 
I don't think they power washed his feet in a long time. <laughs> and, um, and and inside of six months. Why are you looking at me? Well, I mean, because there's a it's, stench arising. When he talked we're about the about, burly, the burly guy I was like, no, that's no. not Kurt. Everything. And then all of a sudden he was like the, the, the feet. stinky feet. And I was like, oh. Oh, yeah. That, that, Kurt, all day long. No, so real, six months into working with this guy, this guy was into yoga. He was di- he was eating better. He was more, uh, you know, he was more active than he had ever been. His you know dipping habit went from you know like a can and a half or something, you know, down to hardly any. Like he, but he still did, but not near like he did. And I mean, all the lifestyle things that this guy started making. And, it, and, it, and he came in not as a biochemical patient. He came in as a structural patient. And and we, we evolved him from where he was. And, and that's the whole thing is wherever you're at in your health and wellness journey, we're going to just pick up and we're going to learn what you need what you what, and give you what you want, package up into what your body needs. And we're going to help you make those educated decisions to move forward in wellness because wellness is supportive care that is the longevity state of allowing your body to feel great live great age gracefully and not you know slip off into the land of accelerated aging mm-hmm. right now it is 9:22. this is khearadio.com 99.5 fm share this video out if you're watching on facebook feel free to keep asking questions even if you've already asked one this is what this time is for you can have your voice be heard and get these questions asked and we'll get them answered we yeah. have that app that app coming up. Can we talk about that for a little bit? Yeah, so we are building an app. It is a it's a app that you're going to be able to listen to KHEA radio 24/7 today. It's a, it's got its own player in there. It's going to have a community calendar. You know what else we should add? And I just thought about this. Okay. We should add like an appetizer section. You know, we do a lot of stuff with restaurants and if we had a on the app, there's an appetizer button where you're able to like do something with restaurants where you can get like a free appetizer. I feel like people would download it for that. I also had another idea this morning um, for for giveaways through the app, but I can't share it just now. Just know you need to like as soon as we say, "Hey, the app is live," you need to download the app because it's going to be really huge. It's going to be fun. Yeah, it's going to be a lot of fun. You're going to be able to watch us live inside of the app. So if Facebook ever shuts down, it goes away, which is possible chance not today zerg but uh maybe maybe later maybe one day you'll be able to still stay up to date on all of the things that are happening through khea radio we might even do giveaways straight from the app that's my hope that you don't even have to use facebook anymore you do the app Mm -hmm. yeah it'll be easy so yeah be uh be on the lookout stay tuned this is khea we have dr aaron choppa in studio he's in studio every tuesday so if this is your first time or your millionth time to watch khea with dr choppa you know, thank you for coming back. We appreciate you making the time, and we want to invest in you. And if you feel if you share this video out, I guarantee you, I promise, there are people on your friends list who will be able to benefit from the information we talk about on Tuesdays. Not only just Tuesday, but but every day actually. And the final thing that I'm really super excited about the app for is if you are a business owner or you have an organization, you'll be able to be featured inside of the app. So there's an actual button or a banner, if you want to call it, where we can actually put your graphics, your information, you'll be able to hit that that banner and it will jump right to either your Facebook page or your website or maybe even give you a phone call if they click on it. So there's some really cool ways that we can partner with you and, and help promote local community and positivity in our communities. You excited for the app, Dr. Shapa? I can't wait. I'm going to be downloading it as soon as it pops out on my uh, docket to do so. Boom. So it should so be it'll be hopefully Dr. this week. It'll be Dr. Chapa approved. <laughs> <laughs> the, the app is chop approved. So yeah, so 
Um, I just put I just put a uh, a little update. So uh, Lori had asked, you know, for the joint mobility, Scott Sonnen. And again, he is um, he's a young, uh, you know, young middle aged guy. And uh, so uh, some people think, you know, that it wouldn't be valuable. But some of the things he's teaching is just absolutely amazing on joint mobility. So I hope that helps you, Lori. And um, what's and a hope- young middle aged guy? Uh, I think like thirty nine to fifty. Okay. Maybe if fifty. That's a young 55. man. That's a young man. Yeah. Come. I mean, yeah, has to be. Yeah, it's a young man. I'm thirty nine. So uh, they, they they say centenarians, people that live to be over one hundred years old, have three things in common. Do you know what those are? What's that? So it is. They all have something to live for, which means they have future paced vision of what they want their lives to look like, you know, towards the end of their life or what they want to accomplish. They have always something set before them and they're real careful not to be get themselves, you know, in a, an identity crisis with a particular job or a particular lifestyle. They have vision of what they're after and they're always working on setting new goals and setting new, you know, things for their life, something to live for. The second thing they have in common is they have no medications that they're taking. That means they've gone through the process of finding alternatives to drugs and surgery, and they've avoided it like the plague. Mm -hmm. And thirdly, they had no issues with their teeth. Very interesting, right? So I looked up this idea. Are we about to do some exercises? Oh, no, I'm just switching away from the camera, so I'm going to sit back in my chair. So the no issues with their teeth, I looked into this, and the no issues with their teeth was that they had either no teeth or they truly had virgin teeth. So, I mean, it, the teeth are a big deal with respect to longevity and vitality, but we always knew that because every horse trade, they always look at the teeth, mm-hmm. you know, and, and the teeth tell the story of vitality, the width of that uh, that jawline, the uh, the number of teeth, if they're rotten or not, and that all tells the health of the animal. And so the teeth are also a vital piece of wellness and well-being. And so when we come, when when people come into our office and we help them understand that, hey, look, you're 65, you're 75, I mean, and they're tired, not feeling good, we can still give them hope because centenarians say they feel their best between 65 and 95. So who doesn't want? Give me a thumbs up if you want to feel your best between sixty-five and ninety-five. Uh, yes, please. I'm gonna. I do quite a few myself. Yeah. <laughs> hey, two hey, thumbs up. Me, you and know. a social media thumbs up. That's right. Social media thumbs up, please. Uh, because here's the reality. <laughs> this is what choosing life today starts uh, starts with. It's when's the best time to plant an oak tree, Kurt? Uh, early in the morning. I know. <laughs> Go ahead. Thirty years ago. Thirty years ago. When's the next te- best time, Kurt? Early in the morning. That, that would be better. Today. Today, <laughs> Today. early right in now. the morning. Right now. Let's go outside. Let's plant that tree. And so your wellness tree of life, so to speak, starts today. So what top? What are you doing? And so even put us in, in the – make a comment. Tell me something that you're doing today, this week, that is healthy and moving your health forward to living your best life centenarian life that's a life over a hundred years old i'm excited to hear that i'm excited spirit mind and body yeah we want to see it i am really curious to know what you guys have to teach us this morning about tools that you're integrating in learning to take care of your bodies better you know my son he lost his other front tooth this morning so he actually lost three teeth in the last month and a half or so so he's missing one down here and he had lost his one front tooth and then the other one had been hanging on so he lost it this morning. He was pretty excited. Did he pull it out himself? Well, he had been like moving it forward and back, and it was like hanging on by a thread last night. And oh. we're like, Kellen, you got to just like just twist a little bit. He was like, No, I'm good. 
So we'd brush it, you know, brush that one little tooth at night hanging on my thread, just like, all right, we're going to get it. But this morning, he woke up so excited, you know, coming coming down the stairs of the house, being like, it came out, my tooth came out. Can we not talk about this? Because I might, like, faint and pass out. Are you really that sensitive to blood? Oh, I'm sensitive to, to anything, like needles. What? Man, oh. we dissected a rat oh. last week when I left the show. I got uh, to go dissect a rat. I got to dissect a cow eyeball. I got to dissect <laughs> a sheep's heart. Hey, speaking of needles, it was awesome. We're gonna have Doctor Deb in, and Kurt has been messaging her, like begging her not to bring needles. But I'm like, please bring needles because I, I would love to try that. I want to try it. Do it. Well, you, you're, you're gonna do it. it. Yeah, I'm 100 down to be stuck. You know, uh, Doctor Deb. Can you explain what she does and how she operates? She's got an acupuncture clinic, and basically she stimulates meridians in the body um, using needles. So, like, I use structural alignment, laser therapy. Uh, we use percussion and uh, arthrostim to stimulate acupuncture meridians in the body to make them function better. She uses needles and, and allows your body to rest for 20, 30 minutes. And, and when she takes a person through that, she makes the liver work better or the gallbladder work better or the adrenals work better. And so by going through the process of allowing those meridians to work more effectively, then the congestion in the line, so to speak, is gone. And, well, that's going to improve function of the overall system as a whole. And so that's a really, you know, cool way of stimulating the body to perform. Mm -hmm. uh, and that's what we want. We were at the Bay Area Alliance for Youth and Families monthly meeting the other day. And Dr. Deb, she was one of the speakers there. She was sharing, actually, she didn't share a story. It was one of the people who was there at the luncheon got up and was like, hey, I just want to vouch for Dr. Deb. I got my gallbladder removed. I didn't go see Dr. Deb until later. And hey, she helped me through some symptoms. My daughter recently had to get something removed, which, you know, I tried to tell her, hey, there's ways not to do it. But she was really, really wanting to get that, that surgery done. So she did, but she said she was back up like in two days. Like after after having a surgery, the yeah. you know, with the help of Dr. Deb and her her clinic and everything, mm -hmm. so it was pretty neat. Yeah. So, and this is the thing that we see is that when there's congestion in the body, wherever it is, if it's in the lymph system, if it's in the blood, uh, if it's in the uh, the brain, wherever it is, you're going to have symptom patterns, and those symptom patterns are going to halt your body's ability to heal from a surgery that you have. Mm -hmm. And so, when patients come into my office, we're always looking for ways to decongest and open up the drainage pathways so that the body performs better. And that's where, you know, Living Well shines is we, we, we get on your side to decongest and, and reconstruct the lines of health and wellness so that you can live all the days of your life functionally. And we use all these modalities are valuable tools. So, Pick, your, pick the direction you want and, and let time in the saddle, so to speak, allow the body to rest, heal, repair itself, regenerate itself, and to become very healthy and strong long term. So here are some of the, the ways people are, are staying healthy, some of the things that they're doing. The first <laughs> one's from Perry Brooks and 3BQ, who has some of the best barbecue around, I will say that. He said he's starting a four-day juice cleanse. So I asked him, is it brisket juice? Like, where are you going to be? Because that's what I'd be drinking. Like, give me the drippings from the fat, you know, and I'll, I'll swig some of that, and I'm good to go. He said, I wish, but no, no food, uh, just juice and cashew milk for four days. Both him and his wife are going to be going on that that journey. So four days, cutting out food, what is that going to do for them? So, I mean, they've done so many documentaries around fasting and juicing and juice feasting, and I've done it myself. And, I mean, he could literally turn his whole health around. I mean, I watched a guy do a seven-day water fast with chronic rheumatoid arthritis and uh, in seven days had no pain in his, you know, in his back. 
And uh, and so th- he could have headaches go away. He could have blood pressure regulate. Cholesterol start to balance out. He could uh, start seeing more energy, more vitality. His skin, hair, nails will start being more effective. If he doesn't have hair, it'll start growing back. Just kidding. And uh, <laughs> wow. but, uh, that'd be pretty cool. And um, <laughs> like, uh, everybody's like, whoa, I want it. I'm in. Yeah. Um, but, billion dollar but idea. The, but the reality is, is when you give your digestive tract a break, when you give the digestive tract a break from the diseases that are manifesting and accumulating in our body via digestion. So you're t- giving digestion a break. It's like l- taking your digestive tract on a vacation. You're allowing it to rest and heal. And e- your skin is a mirror image of your digestive tract. Mm-hmm. And so the healthier the digestive tract is or the less inflamed it is, the less the body's inflamed. So this is a really nice way of decreasing overall bodily inflammation. So joint pain, Symptom patterns like headaches or, you know, body odor, sweating excessively, um, staining your shirt, undershirts, you know, because this stuff happens. These are all toxins coming out of your pores when this happens and goes on. And uh, so he could see a numerous amount of effect. And, yes, in just four days, if that's, you know, their first go at this. And then I would say, hey, come over to our office and let us take you through a gallbladder flush. Hey, come over to our office. Let us take you through a 10-day blood sugar detox. Hey, come over to the office. Let us come over, Let us teach you how to do a 21-day liver flush. And, and all of a sudden, you start seeing how you can cleanse out every system in the body and make the systems of your body perform better. And when the systems of your body perform better, you're, you're only as uh, old as your or as young as your oldest part. So if we can make all your parts more youthful and more vibrant, then you yourself globally as a whole will be more youthful and vibrant and playful and handling stress better. And that'll be another thing he'll probably notice too, because he's a business owner. There's a there's a fair amount of stresses that come at us just because we're business owners, you know. Uh, and he, I think one of the things that him and his wife will both see, and I don't even know these guys, but I mean, I'm just, you know, forecasting for them, um, is they'll, they'll start noticing that they process stress better. They can tolerate things that were at one, you know, uh, four days ago, we're getting on their nerves very easily, short fuse to a longer fuse, and it's pretty powerful. <clears throat> Kurt. Settle down, Kurt. Settle Kurt, down. are you okay? You know, speaking of detoxing and cleansing. I think he's I, ready. I remember last week you were talking about how <laughs> you're starting your, your, your cleanse and your detox, or whichever one it was, remember? Do you remember this, Dr. Yeah, all But every week, it's it's, it's a, the new, it's the, it's the, it's the tomorrow cleanse. The best part, he was like, I didn't tell Guardy this, but like, for, I started this four days. I was like, dude, we were talking before we went on air, and you were saying, hey, I'm starting it today or something. And I was like, which one is it? I can't take this anymore. You so know, how's nice it been going? It's you know, been going the good nice thing, okay, I, it lasted a day. <laughs> <laughs> it lasted until like the day, that night, where I was like super hungry, and I decided to do peanut butter on a bread, toasted bread. But- Okay. I did. Last week, I only had one bang. Friday was the only day I had bang. Today was the next day that I had bang. So I've cut and limited the amount of bang in my life. Did you increase the amount of water that you put into no. it? He just no. he's supplemented. Still hydrated. He's still like minerally deprived. He added more coffee and, and, uh, <laughs> and had less bang, which may be a better option. Coffee, you know, just coffee without the, the sugar and milk. I don't know. Here's some other things people have been doing. Um, we saw drinking 120 ounces of water consistently every day for months. We saw less processed food with more walking, which is amazing. Go, Lori. Mm-hmm. And here's a question that uh, Mrs. Meyerhoff asked. She said, what about supplements for broken bone, a broken bone in an athlete? Oh, please. Uh, definitely shoot over to the office. Um, 
or make an appointment, come see Jennifer. I think she's in there today. Uh, but we use a product called Ostrophin PMG, uh, a strontium product um, called OsteoVegan SC, <clears throat> and uh, CalciFood Wafers, which is a bone mineral calci- calcium. I brought it into the show before. We, we call it Scooby Snacks. And uh, and so we I love them. My kids love them. And a lot of pets love them, actually, just as a side. It is a Scooby Snack. But what happens is when you put these raw bone materials in, it, it, it allows the body to recognize, oh, these are the this is the blueprint mm-hmm. on how to reconstruct the bone. And so the coolest story I have around bone breaks was um, a, a real close friend of mine shattered his elbow. I mean, they had to do you know a, a level of surgery to repair it and um, kind of thing. But the healing was in a third of the time. The doctor was baffled uh, because of the and, and I really it was the minerals we put him on. It was the the bone products we put him on to help rebuild his tissue. And uh, I mean, it's amazing. I mean, the body guys wants to heal. And if you give the body tools, it will heal just that much faster. Like so when people come into my office and they say, I've had this cold for a week or I've had this illness flu for, you know, seven days or whatever. I find that in my home. And it's not because me, you know, it's because of the tools that we have, the tools we have. Uh, allow us to process infections and process bone breaks or something like this much faster. So when my daughter broke, she had a buckle fracture, which isn't, you know, a, a true break of, of bone in half or sorts, but it's a fracture. And he said it would be six weeks. She was out of her cast in three. And it's because we were loading her up with nutrients to help heal those tissues. And and so uh, we'd also, you know, recommend cold level laser uh, would also increase bone uh, uh, the healing of those tissues, it decreases inflammation, increases blood flow, and stimulates the mitochondria to perform better, allowing for a faster recovery also from a, another level of therapeutic. And we offer that at our office, Living Well Clinical Nutrition Center in League City. And uh, so bone breaks are great. And, and listen, this is a great question because what it helps people realize, and this is what I wanted to get across to the lady yesterday that came in, you know, if you have any symptom pattern, not just like a, if you don't, if you go, well, I didn't really think that you knew how to do that. Just ask, you know, get my, get our opinion because we'll tell you if we can't fix it. You know, we'll mm-hmm. tell you if we don't have a solution or an idea to help you move forward. I had a lady come in yesterday with an autoimmune disorder that was only 15,000 in the world. She goes, have you ever heard of da, 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 rattle off? I'm like, nope, I haven't. What is it? Tell me. So she started talking about us. Oh, okay. So we can both agree that this is an autoimmune disorder, right? And she goes, yes, okay, great. So I can help you. Because already now I just got to know what are the symptoms that it's manifesting. So for her, it was like ulcerations of the skin. And so basically think of like having a giant pit of wound on your skin, but it's like bubbling up from the inside. Mm -hmm. It's like really painful and discomforting and scary, you know, to go through. But that's the body withering away and from an autoimmune perspective, that autoimmunity didn't start a year ago. It started five years ago. And so if you've been diagnosed with something as severe as an autoimmune disorder or some sort of an inflammatory disorder, it didn't just come on suddenly. It came on five years ago, and there were symptom patterns that were overlooked or mistreated that didn't get handled and get you directed on a better path. And then all of a sudden, one symptom led to a syndrome of symptoms, and a syndrome of symptoms is just accumulated symptom patterns that now we we bunch up into a disease process called autoimmunity. 
And and so we've got autoimmune thyroids running around. We got autoimmune joint disorders running around, whether it's rheumatoid or osteoarthritis or spondylolisthesis types of things going on. Or you've got digestive autoimmunity like Crohn's and ulcerative colitis. And and and, and so it it's ongoing. Like there's blood version bloodborne versions of it. And so if you're dealing with symptom patterns of any kind, these are all the telltale check engine lights that you need an evaluation at our office, and we can help you move your, your case forward. And I, and I even told this gal yesterday, I said, even if I'm wrong, I'm going to get you further down the road than you are right now because I'm feeding you. At the fundamental level, what we do at our office is we feed the tissues, and the tissues just need to be fed. You need to be on a multivitamin, a good quality one. So we need food-based products, not synthesized synthetic products. You need essential fatty acids, the things that come from what we call reesterified triglycerides that are hi- highly that are not processed very highly, and and they're not heat treated, and they're not beat up and, and tinkered with to a point where they're denatured in your body. There's certain systems like your liver and kidneys, your exit channels that need to be flushed, your bowels that need to be cleansed, and, and, and to improve the absorption rate of the surface area in your body. And when you start thinking of your body in a systematic way, like I'm teaching my patients, all of a sudden you start realizing, oh, wait a second, it sounds like what you're saying, Dr. Chop, is I'm in control of my health. And I'm like, yes, absolutely. Yes, you've got an MTFHR issue. I got it. But that doesn't, it's not like it's a new thing. It's been around 100 years too. It's just now we've got cool tests to show it. And so it's not like MTFHR is just new Fandango thing. It's, it's, a, it's biochemistry. And we can go in and support MTFHR patients and help them move through you know, their genetic quote-unquote breakdown and make their body perform a little better. You know, and, and so the whole idea is just understanding what are your body, what is your body telling you symptom-wise? so that we can help you move forward, so that you can live better, be better, and stay better one bite at a time. And it always starts. Food or life always starts at the cellular level. It stops at the... I turned you off because you were sniffing over there. Oh, see, I'm I'm, you're back on. I, I you're pitched, back on. I pitched you one. So, all right, let's try it again. Sniff. So, all life starts and stops at the cellular level and... I, I, I only know the cellular level part. <laughs> and Nutrition in- is the fundamental backbone that allows your body to spiral out of control or get traction and take off into the, your uh, you know Chopper. your dream. I would have never gotten that. I'm sorry. Okay. Well, here's here's a question from from Sandy. We try. We do try, Kurt, to keep you included in KG Radio. <laughs> Sandy says, "I know there are lots of options out there. This gets overwhelming for me. What are your favorite go-to breakfast foods? I'm a busy breastfeeding homeschooling mom of four. First of all, props to you. And my typical breakfast is cereal. Then she did the face palm emoji. <laughs> I love smoothies, <laughs> eggs, and bacon, etc. I don't take time or make an effort uh, to eat anything but cereal." Or pre-made vegan chocolate chip muffins. Sounds good. Then I know are loaded with sugar. I need easy, quick, and healthy, please. Yeah, so, I mean, the the simplest, right, is boil some eggs. And it, put them in an Instapot. Go, go drink your coffee. Go get your face ready. And you'll come back to your Instapot, and you'll have perfectly made eggs in three minutes. Mm. And, I mean, I don't know how to make it even e- any easier than that. You put three, like uh, five eggs, six eggs, a dozen eggs in an Instapot, set the thing for three minutes, and then you come back to it in 15 or 20. Whenever you get back around to it, guess what? you got perfect, the incredible edible egg 
protein, carb, it's and balanced. fat balanced. Boom, shaka Right on your hand. Hey, and Sandy also said, I'm dropping off my new patient paperwork this week. Oh, so we'll Sandy, see you soon. I'm so excited. That'd be awesome. I hope you could see Jennifer or uh, Aunt Dr. Amber and myself. Who knows? And uh, I, But I will definitely be looking for you. And But here's the thing. So uh, you could also make bacon on a – make a pack of bacon on Sundays. Put it in the oven and cook it for you know, uh, 15, 20 minutes or to, to the chewy level, the crisp level that, you, that you're comfortable with, and throw it in a bag. And leave it in your refrigerator. Now you've always got a good, healthy, you know, uh, snack that you can reach for. That's salty. That's chewy. Snacks. That's salty. And and who doesn't love bacon for a snack? That's and, the the, in, the uh, input that we get from this. Yeah, it's okay. It's the peanut gallery. The peanut gallery. And uh, and and then so also you know pick you some good sausages to have available. And and so and what that 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 encompasses all your your protein foods. Now if you're reaching to cereal, you need to reach for a a grain-free cereal. There, the, I, there's a company I just saw yesterday. I'll find the name of it, but I just got it. I just saw it yesterday, so I'm not familiar with the name. But I mean, I was really impressed with the label, and um, it had real, like it had you know honey and molasses or something in it at its sweeteners. And yes, it's sugar, but it was grain-free. It was you know things like flax and uh, chia seeds and and, th- and and nuts as a as a granola type. Thing and it tasted fantastic. You would have loved it. And you put that over almond milk, and now you've got a healthier version of cereal. Let's say that you're taking, you know, I know you're a, a busy mom, but man, I don't know how old your kids are. We have four kids, and I teach my babies to, to like, like my seven-year-old can cook her own eggs. You know, like my my 13-year-old knows how to make at, at 10, she was making our steel-cut oats recipe where we take a quarter of a cup of steel-cut oats, we put almond milk instead of water because it has more minerals in it, and then we uh, 30, uh, 30 seconds before we take it off the heat, we add an egg, stir it in, and then we put vanilla and cinnamon over the top of it, no sugar, and all of a sudden, you know, my kids are getting a little protein mixed into their, their oatmeal, and they, and they just think that's the way it's supposed to be done. And, and, and so... I know you're. I know. It, I know you're busy, but use the fact that you're homeschooling as a home ec class. Teach your kids. You know that the Bible says, you know, teach a man to fish, or give a man a fish. What's right. better? You know, teaching the man to fish. So if you teach your family how to use a stove, if you teach them how to incorporate healthy ingredients, like there's this uh, cool protein. It's a paleo powder that we have at our office that tastes literally like nothing. If you mix it in water, it doesn't even stir well. But, I mean, you could get it down, and it's really bland, but it, it's pure amino acids and goodness. But you can mix the powder in any any um, product, pancake batter that you mix. So when I make gluten-free or, or grain-free uh, pancakes, I put a scoop of this powder in there, and it's amino acids, and, and it's in the powder. The kids don't see it. It tastes like nothing. And then I cook them up, and now my kids are getting a little— pure, you know, good quality honey or maple syrup, and, and then they can dip their, their pancakes that are that got protein and amino acids in it in this stuff. If they get a cake mix, I'm pouring this stuff in there as well, and, and I'm giving them extra amino acids that they don't even know are coming. And I'm, I am fighting the same battle that you're fighting, which is this sugar onslaught of our day. You know, the, the Nancy Appleton's book, Lick the Sugar Habit, never been more valuable even 20 years after she wrote the book that it's still a value because people are 
literally indoctrinated with sugar day in and day out, all day long, and we have to say no so much, so much that we almost start feeling bad or we guilt others into them choosing wellness whenever we can't control our own, you know, habits and behaviors. And so, you know, it's 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 the fight, guys. We're all in the fight together. So let's say that you had leftovers. Like, you know, my one of my favorite leftovers is if I, on, when I'm grilling, I do an extra um, – chicken breast or two on the grill if I'm grilling and that's my breakfast I'll eat that for breakfast with a salad you know you're in a hurry but your kids will only do what you show them to that do you're doing <sighs> there you go close enough and 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 what happens is is if you if they if they follow in your footsteps what footsteps do you want them to be following do you want them to live the fast paced don't have time lifestyle where they don't take care of themselves or are you going to slow down and I'm not pointing you, but I'm point, I'm preaching myself. Are we going to slow down? Actually, yeah, somebody give me a thumbs up or a heart that you love this, that we are going to start slowing down enough to take care of ourselves. Because are we worth it? And thumbs up if you feel like you're worth taking care of. Yes, we I, are. I, yes, we I are. I for a chant can, like that. Yeah, that we, <laughs> I could studio. do it. I could do it. You know, but somebody put a, a frowny face up there. They're not happy no, about it. No, it's probably Kurt. That's probably Kurt. He's Kurt, over there like oh, pushing good. the buttons. Hey, hey, thanks, I, Kurt. Thanks I got for, a question about breakfast. So you were talking about making bacon the night before, which I've done uh, in – that's a great. It's a great option. Can you do that with scrambled eggs? And that's cool too. Just yeah. have it like in a little thing ready yeah. to go in the morning. Like think of. Dude, I don't remember that. There was that place that you know like vanished uh, out of. But they used to make like little um, you know pre cooked meals, and they would have breakfast food, lunch foods, dinner foods, and all kinds of other things. And <clears throat> whenever they would, whenever they would put. They had they had eggs in there. They had eggs, mm-hmm. and I think one of the things they had is you know they were scrambled eggs and. Like a side of spinach, and I don't, I don't remember. It was so long ago, but I mean, I used to make egg scrambles on Sundays, and I would, I would scoop out. It would be spinach and eggs, and I would have those in little containers, and that would be my breakfast in the morning. Yeah, and so, and you can either quickly, you know, uh, warm that up on, on the stove, or you can get in a habit of realizing that food is fuel. If you're truly that busy, get ready to eat cold food and don't worry about it. Yeah, because it's just, it's just fuel. You know, we have to break that addiction that our taste buds have to be tickled and and fancied, and you know, and that food has to taste amazing. Eat food for fuel, and you will find a lot of times you're reaching for the goodness of nutrition coming into good quality foods, whether hot or cold. Now, you know, people. Uh, I mean, even Doctor Deb, you know, tells me that I, I I need to eat warm food, but I don't agree with that. Like, I just think that, like, you know, we. I, I, we heard I, you know battle, and I'm like, I get it, but the reality is, is I live in a world that is so fast paced, and I'm as guilty as this gal is as being busy and not uh, taking the time. But man, I try to show my kids that it's worth slowing down to eat, even if it's a cold salad, you know. And I'm eating for fuel, not for pleasure. Kirk gets mad. He gets angry if his food comes out and it is cold. He's not going to eat it, even if it's his favorite thing in the world. He's going to be kind of cranky about it oh yeah i want hot 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 food i don't want cold food yeah i can't i can't do it but you can do it because it's it's all a mindset when you don't mind it don't matter it's mind over matter is there something we can do to like maybe acupuncture related or like i don't know like brain shocking related where we can get them to snap out of it we could we could do hypnosis 
Does that stuff work? I don't know. I'm just kidding. Can we still try I, it? I, we can still try Speaking it. Speaking of fun. things that the church wouldn't like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, I, I don't, I'm not a proponent. I don't know. I, I'm not, it's not really my forte. But the reality is we're, we're desperate at this point. Uh, we are you know, desperate. Kurt, to get you. You're getting sleepy. You'll to, stop to sniffing like, in the mic. And you'll start eating. <laughs> and whenever out, I snap my fingers, you'll wake up and be a totally like a different person who stops sniffing in the mic every three to five seconds. Snap! Oh, the first thing he does. Oh, he's sniffing more. Just sniffing. Uh, and there must have been something in what he, what he did and messing him up. Dang. Well, we goofed. This yeah, I need that elderberry stuff for sure. Man, is it almost 10 o'clock? If, How does time fly with Dr. Choppa? I don't know, but it seems like we just take one step into the Choppa Talk land and it's just over. Yeah. Yeah, we finally get going. What's the longest you think you could go? Like eight hours of Chop a Talk? That would be fun. I could just sit on talk. We could have like a like Chopathon. A, a, a Chopathon. Yeah, <laughs> I know, like what, that. What if we just went until we stopped and like people had to give us money to end it? <laughs> Stop talking. <laughs> Quit sharing this video. Play some music. <laughs> this is 99.5 FM, KHEA Radio.com. It's kickstart. We're gonna be on till eleven. We have Dr. Choppa in studio every Tuesday, eight thirty to about 10 o'clock or whenever he has to go but we we enjoy having or y'all kick me out either one of those it's any of those options are are a reality well i will say it's always a pleasure to be on kg radio it's always a a pleasure to joke around and make light of you know of a of a health of of a topic that we all need to be paying attention to so and i would love for everybody to give us a like and a share a thumbs up and or a comment like what is it that you like about you know chop a talk and living well clinical nutrition centers you know message every week because we want to make this show pertinent to what you're going through and what you need and and we want to help you live the best version of your life we want you to know that there's hope we want you to know that there's options uh you know to drugs and surgery and that if you're finding yourself always doing a Tylenol or leave painkillers you know or you know you've got five blood pressure medications instead of one that you had you know two weeks ago you know uh, two years ago or whatever let's start doing something different and so let us know what you would like the show to evolve to and 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 this is where your voice will be heard we'll go back and we'll look through it and we'll start strategizing to make sure because I mean I just love sitting over here you know sharing the message that food first, food is medicine, that all life starts and stops at the cellular level. And nutrition <clears throat> is the fundamental backbone that allows you to either spiral out of control or to get a grip and move forward towards your dream health, your dream picture of all life you know, being healthy at the end of our day, like we're fully functional in spirit, mind, and body. And so remember, drink plenty of water today. Start every day with breakfast. I know that you know you, you might not have time or you feel like it makes you nauseous or anything like that, but those are all the check engine lights of why your body needs support. And that's what we want to teach you is why your body's breaking down. And we want to give you tools and resources on how to live a better <laughs> life. And we want to teach you the value and power of vitamins, minerals, and essential fatty acids that when you put those things in as a basic building block, You'll have less sick days, you'll be more productive, you'll be more energetic, and then what we'll do is we'll start teaching you, hey, what happens, what do you do whenever your stress gets out of hand? Because we all get into those seasons where we're just like going and going and going and we feel like it's not going to stop. We all have challenges sometimes when it comes to sleep. We all have challenges sometimes, you know, and we can't get through our afternoon without the energy shots or the coffees and the things like this. So if we can give you tools and resources 
that's what we do every day at Living Well, and that's what we want to be known for is a healthy alternative to all drugs and all surgery and prevention uh, of diseases that could have came into your life, but you chose otherwise. And it is, guys, your life, your health, and your choice. So remember, Living Well Clinical Nutrition Center is your partner in health and wellness and vitality, and we want you to know that if you've got symptom patterns you weren't genetically born with, we want you to reach out to us, call us, let us serve you, let us help you, let us teach you the ways of living fully functional all the days of your life. This is Dr. Aaron Chapa. Give us a call, 281-554-8600. Hey, Lori said, I like that you are listening and answering our questions at the doctor office. Not so much. Again, every Tuesday, Dr. Chapa is in studio starting around 830. We stream live on Facebook where a lot of you are watching, and then we stream on 99.5 FM and KHEARadio.com where a lot of you are listening as well. This is Kickstar. We're going to be on until 11 a.m. Thank you for hanging out with us today, Dr. Chapa. Always a pleasure, my man. Boom. Chaka <clears throat> Boom, Choppa. Choppa Taka. Oh, we did a song. Dude. That think about like Dude, an you're intro. A musician, Boom, right? you Choppa totally Taka, Choppa Taka, Choppa Taka. You got to totally make me something. <laughs> that's funny. I can do that. That's awesome. Boom Choppa Taka and that's like the intro for the <laughs> the time. Where's or the- even better, <laughs> Boom Choppa Tacos, Choppa Tacos. Boom Choppa Tacos, Choppa Tacos, Choppa Tacos. We sit on here. By the way, 3BQ was like, hey, man, I'll, I'll come and visit your office, but I'm going to bring some brisket for you. So and I like, said, bring it on. I said, Perry, you can't do that. No. You, Your brisket will break, Dr. Choppa. No. It, it would break you, him. And I said, we need why, him. Why, got MSG? Because I could just say, I could just see you being like, oh, my gosh, this is the best thing in the world. And no, you're like I, sitting there going like, oh. I, like foaming at the I, mouth. I, 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 I love brisket. Like I, brisket's good. Really? Yes. What's wrong with? Brisket? But we took care of it. We told them we'd take, take it for you, so yeah, you don't have to worry about it. Don't listen to the boys. They're just trying to steal food from uh, my mouth. Like I want to sink my teeth into some good brisket. No, he doesn't. Yes, He's Perry. he does. Perry, don't. Perry, his mic's Perry. off. Perry, he's <laughs> Perry. Just give us the brisket instead. <laughs> <laughs> Coming up next, we're going to be talking about the Page Project. <laughs> That's funny. Lori says, slow down. <laughs> you got to slow down. Sometimes you just need to slow down. Page Project 2019. I believe it's a, isn't it Deer Park? Thomas, that's interesting. Kurt, Thomas said the TuneIn app isn't working today. Oh, man. I'm going, you know what? Going the KHEA radio app will be soon. Oh, not today, though. But you can go to khearadio.com. Whenever you open the app, that's what it's going to say. Boom, yeah. choppa, choppa. Choppa Taka. Let me go. I'm going to open the TuneIn app, see what's going on with this thing. Yes, they're good to come. And uh, I'm going to see if I can search KHEA Radio. Is it going to work for me? Hopefully. It's It has the, the song information. It says it's connecting. So let's see. Hi. Hi, how are you guys? Y'all doing good? Come on in, grab a it seat. It says connecting. Yeah, but you can do that. Usually the TuneIn app works. You can search KHEA Radio, and you can listen from an app on your phone, but you're going to be able to do that from uh, from the KHEA Radio app here here pretty quickly. So we're going to be talking about it's the Page Project, right? Yes. How are y'all doing today? Um, We're doing, doing good. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Can you all introduce yourselves? I'm Lindsay. Lindsay? I'm Kayla. Kayla? I'm Tiffany Reagan. Tiffany Reagan. Okay. So can you all share a little bit before we go on the FM? What is the Page Project? Do you want me to do this? Yeah. (laughs) 
So the PAGE Project is a class that began as a community service class for our enrichment kids at school. We're at Deer Park Junior High. Mm -hmm. And every six weeks, the kids get a course catalog and they can sign up for, we've always called it Caring Communities. And um, a few years ago, we had an eighth grader who was um, diagnosed with leukemia, PAGE Lejeune. And the kids decided that they wanted to put on a fundraiser and raise money for Paige while she was in treatment. And um, uh, we did that. We did a 5K for Paige. And it's just sort of really gone from there every year. We have um, done put on an event to benefit kids in our own community who are battling cancer. And then last year, um, the kids decided to name the class in perpetuity, the Paige Project, after Paige Lejeune, who passed away about two years ago after battling cancer. Wow. So, And was this idea, did it come from the kids? Was it with the help of the teachers, or the, how did that start? The idea came from the kids. There was a group of girls who um, came down to my office after Paige was diagnosed, and they said, listen, we have this idea. We want to do a fundraiser. We've got to help Paige. These are the ideas that we have. They had a shirt that they'd already made, mm-hmm. uh, and they wanted my permission to go and sell the shirt. And then, the you know, it just kind of started rolling from there. But the kids, and I'm going to let them tell you about it, but the kids really, they put on the entire event. They um, call local businesses and get donations. They write emails. They um, meet with the city council and get parade permits. They they do it all. They're amazing. So what is your role with the, with the school? I, I'm the principal. Okay. I'm the principal, and I'm one of the three teachers um, for this class, and we're really just we're just sort of there to guide and answer questions as they come up. And that's the kids. junior high at, at which school? Deer Park Junior High. Deer Park Junior High. That's the mm-hmm. actual name? Yes. Okay, cool. Mm-hmm. So you're the principal at Deer Park Junior High. Yes. We're talking about the, the PAGE project, which sounds like this is amazing. I love that it's the students who came, you know, came yes. with the idea, and they're helping, you know, kids, yes. people in the community now. They have, in the past eight years, the kids have raised $125,000 mm-hmm. for kids in their community. Wow. So. Okay. Yeah. All right. So we got about two minutes left. We can go back okay. on. We'll reintroduce everybody, and and then we can uh, ask, you know, why this is important, you know, to you guys and what the plans are for the future, what y'all have done in the in the past, and where y'all see this going. We're going to be in a parade. Do you have any, like, tips? or Because or... <laughs> we've never been in one before. Mm-hmm. Oh, well, <laughs> we personally haven't been in parades, but I have past classes been in parades. Uh, yes. Yeah. Well, no, we did parade. We had to get parade permits um, when we put on the 5K. Okay. Because they closed the streets off and, and, and all of that stuff um, for the kids. Okay. Well, Smile awesome. and wave, right? <laughs> I think so. Yeah. For us, I don't know if that'll work because <laughs> Kurt volunteered us to, it's a parade in Texas City. But to to broadcast while we're on like whatever we're gonna be, it's like a fire truck. It's like a fire, uh, the firefighter games. But they have a parade, so we're gonna be like on a fire truck, and we're also gonna be broadcasting from the back of the fire truck, which we could do, which is cool. But I don't know. So we'll see. We'll smile and wave and, and have to talk at the same time. Be like, oh, we're on the fire truck. But so y'all are gonna be in a parade. When is that parade? No time. Oh, we're not going to be in a parade, but we are going to have um, a concert. Okay. Our event this year is going to be a concert instead of a 5K. Gotcha. And our concert's going to feature feature Jake Worthington. Okay. If you know who that is. What kind of music that name is Jake? Sounds He's from country. Country. He's yes. like yes. A, an American Idol. Oh, yeah. yes. Awesome. That's where I've heard he was it. on The Voice. Okay, okay. Is he from this area? Um, he 
He's from Laporte. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So Deer Park Laporte. Hometown guy. Boom. Mm-hmm. That's really cool. That's really cool. Um. So we got. Here we go. We're about to do this in five seconds. Here we go. <clears throat> Good morning. You're listening to KHEA Radio 99.5 FM. This is Kickstart. I'm Guardy. And I'm Kurt. It is 10.04. I'm very excited. We had Dr. Chapa in, and we had a great time with him talking about health and wellness. Right now, we're going to be talking to some other guests. Yeah, we're going to be talking uh, to Deer Park ISD students and uh, principal as well about the PAGE Project 2019. Can you all go ahead and introduce yourselves? What are your names? I'm Lindsay. And I'm Kayla. I'm Tiffany Reagan. So we got Lindsay, Kayla, and Tiffany. And um, we have the principal at Deer Park Junior High. And then you are two students that are also at, at Deer Park Junior High. Is yes, that right? Sir. Yes. So are y'all from that? Are y'all from Deer Park? Yes. Yes, sir. Okay, cool. Um, the PAGE project is something that started some time ago. And y'all are raising funds for kids in the area and what are those funds going towards the funds they're going towards to help the treatments and just the hospital bills for the kids for the kids the kids okay so the kids there are two we have gracie and sophia gracie is a first grader at dabs elementary and she was diagnosed with dpig which is a terminal brain tumor Mm -hmm. and sophia is a fifth grader at fairmont elementary and she was diagnosed with type b leukemia Wow. And those are both students in the Deer Park ISD in that district right there? Yes, yes. Okay. And so Paige is a student who used to go to, who went to Deer Park and, and got diagnosed with leukemia? Yes. And she passed away about two years ago okay. from leukemia. Mm-hmm. But y'all named this, you know, after her, this event is the Paige Project. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes. And y'all are doing different events to, to raise money for those two students? Yes. What kind of events are y'all going to be doing? So at the concert, and we are going to have a cook-off, which is raising money for them too, and they're going to be donating a br- brisket, and Ooh. Cattle Drive is donating briskets for us to make brisket sandwiches to sell, and there will also be puppy petting, drone flying, face painting, Rocket League, there's a there's something for everyone. <laughs> Kurt's oh face my over there. gosh, <laughs> this sounds like the best thing ever. I love drones. I love Rocket League. And, and barbecue. <laughs> oh, totally There's something for everyone. This is awesome. Can you tell us, because uh, we were talking on our Facebook page off air. You're listening to KHEA Radio. We do have a Facebook page that is KHEA Radio, but our, our 99.5 audience didn't hear about the, the concert. Can you tell us a little bit about who's playing and, and, and what's going on with the concert and when that concert is taking place? The concert's going to start at 6, and our main guest is Jake Worthington there. So he's he was a singer on The Voice. He sings country music usually, so mm-hmm. he'll be there. And he's a local guy. Yes, he's from Laporte. So he's so. coming back to the hometown. You know, even mm-hmm. I love it whenever, you know, musicians, they can go do big things. Being on The Voice is huge. That's mm-hmm. a that's a big deal. And to still not be like, I'm going to Nashville, I'm going to California, and I'm staying here, you know, because, you know, you can do that. But still, yeah. come back, Deer Park, come back to Laporte, where you're from, and just show some love. That's really awesome. Yeah. There's a bunch of people asking um sounds like a great event when and where is this event yes so the event is this saturday may the 4th at deer park high school north campus which is on 8th and ivy in deer park at gaines mason auditorium doors open at four for um a silent basket auction there's kendra scott gives back all the things we mentioned for the kids the puppy painting the face uh face painting puppy petting the barbecue sandwiches, and then the concert begins at 6 
with Jake Worthington and then the two schools where um, our two little girls go that are in treatment, those schools are also going to do a little tribute and sing okay. um, for the girls. Question, if, if anybody wants to get involved, whether that's volunteering, donating food, donating money, time, are they able to do that and how th- can they get a hold of you? They can go to our website at www.pageproject2019.weebly.com. Or they can contact the school. They can call the school. They can. Um, our email is on the school's uh, webpage, Deer Park Junior High. We're on Facebook also, um, dpisd.org. Okay. And and look for Deer Park Junior High. They can email, call, come by. Awesome. Okay. And, you know, you being the principal, whenever kids approached you to start the PAGE project, can you kind of walk walk <laughs> us through that experience? Like, how, do, how does that look like? The... Um, the kids, if you haven't worked with them as closely, they're pretty ambitious. And <clears throat> one of the great things about junior high kids is they they truly believe that um, the sky's the limit. And so from the very first group on, um, they've challenged me uh, and our sort of preconceptions of what we can do. You know, when they said, yeah, we're going to put on a 5K, I was like, oh, my gosh, <laughs> you know, I barely walk from the couch to the fridge. We got to we're going to have to figure this out. Um and they've taught me so much through that process. I didn't know how to get a parade permit. And the kids would come and say, hey, we have to do this. Okay, well, let's figure it out. I don't know how. This year's group, um, in particular, we kind of went through all the events we've ever done. We've put on 5Ks. We've put on concerts. This is how much money we've raised. Mm-hmm. And they came in the second day, day two of the class, and they said, Dr. Reagan, we really thought about it. And you, you guys have made a lot of money with concerts. I said, yeah, we've done really well. And they said, but you know, it's at dinner time. We want to have a barbecue cook-off. And I just thought, okay, um, okay. So let's let's figure out how to have a barbecue cook-off. That's something I, we've never even contemplated doing. Um, but their their confidence um, and their uh, just sheer will to make this happen for other kids is a beautiful thing. Um, to watch and um, they've they have always brought it to fruition mm-hmm. um, and it's just been a beautiful thing really. I will tell you I, I know who's going to win the barbecue cook-off if, if oh, he gosh. enters he just tuned in and said hey I want to be a part of it it's 3BQ okay um, he's going to win it the other team should just back oh, no. out I wonder if the kids were so adamant on having the the cook off because they wanted to be judges in the cook off. Right. That's that's kind of my angle. Reason that's that's yeah. Can't get eat all the barbecue. Doesn't like barbecue. Right. He caught us. (laughs) We have some of the best barbecue, I think, in in the world or even in the state. You know, in in our area here. So, man, we love we love uh, going to cook offs and events like this. It sounds like it's gonna be a great time. There's a great cause, you know, as well. Can you mention one more time, over the years, how much money or has been raised? Over the past eight years, the kids have raised over $125,000 for students um, in our community. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. And then right now, the two students, it's Sophia and Gracie. Yes. yes. It's a it's a first grader and a fifth grader right now that have been diagnosed. And, and the funds from this event that are taking place on Saturday are going to go directly to them and their families for treatment? 100% of whatever we raise will be divided between the girls' families. Okay. And go straight to what them. Is, um, how do you all decide? I mean... <laughs> You know, the process for picking the students to decide, you know, who the beneficiaries are. Uh, we, any student in Deer Park ISD who has cancer is a, is a part of our benefit. Okay. Um, last year, there were three students 
um, that we benefited because there were three students in the district who were who were in treatment. So okay, you know, is is Paige's family are they still in the area and how does that yeah. you know are the, do they ever get involved are they able mm-hmm. to They'll help? Be at the, the Lejeunes will be at our event, so we always reserve seats for them. Mm-hmm. Um, the kids have made. Uh, they call it the Wall of Heroes, and they have pages. Um, they'll have pages poster up there along with all the other kids who we've benefited um, through the years. Um, Paige's mom, Amy Lejeune, and and dad too, but her mom primarily. They um, speak in events all around the Houston area, and they talk about childhood cancer, and um, they work to raise money for research for childhood cancer. So uh, they're great, great friends of ours. They're like family. There's a comment on here from Chef Mary Bass, and she said, I love those shirts. Can you share a little bit about, I guess, the design? Like, who who designed the shirts, and where um, does that come from? Okay, so Lindsay actually made the logo. She I actually designed the logo it. digitally. Okay, cool. So you're a digital artist. Is that something that, that you I, like to do? Yes. I'm, I'm in this whole thing. I'm more of, like, the marketing person. So okay. I've been doing the logos, the flyers, all of the media stuff. So what are your plans um, after you're done with, like, the school year? Do you want to come and work for us? Here's an application. <laughs> we kind of need some marketing and, and help making T-shirts and stuff. Digital designing for sure. I'm thinking of branching out into something with digital design, so hopefully I can get into that field pretty well. Yeah. is that some? I guess that's something you have interest in as a, as a career one day? Yeah, hopefully. Cool. You know, I uh, wish— eighth, You guys are in middle school? I was going to say— yep. Yes, like, we're eighth graders. Yep. Oh, my gosh. I wish when I was in eighth grade I knew what I wanted to do. I wish in, in eighth grade I could be that good of a graphic designer. <laughs> I wish you were that good of a graphic designer now. Wow. <laughs> That would be helpful. Yes, for sure. <laughs> so you, you were able to design the shirts and, and all the flyers and, and everything. That's that's awesome. Yes. Um, actually, we sent the logo to my mom. Mm-hmm. And my, my grandfather actually owns a shirt business called Fort Worth Running Company. Mm-hmm. And they actually made the shirts for us. That's awesome. That's cool. How many shirts? Are these for sale? How many shirts did y'all make? Yes. Um, they are for sale on our website. Mm-hmm. And we made special shirts for our um our classmates that have the names of our classmates and our teachers on the back oh that's awesome page project 2019 and then these are some of your your classmates other eighth graders oh my gosh even the back of the shirt is amazing (laughs) (laughs) i didn't do that part (laughs) (laughs) so um talk a little bit about the page project and where it kind of how old is it do you guys know Eight years. Eight years old. And then why did you guys, why you specifically decided to take the class? I wanted to take the class because I knew it was going to help out these kids a lot. And -hmm. I wanted to be a part of that. And um, I took the class because I remember from when I was in sixth grade and in seventh grade, I remember going to these events and just being at the events and knowing that all this money is going to the kids just made me feel like really like, wow, I want to help like and do something about it. Can you tell me about the class? What is like, how do you, when do you take the class? How do you? How does that work into your class schedule? Okay, so, so there's this thing called Big Red classes at our school. It's only for our school. And certain some kids get to pick a class every six weeks, and we get to change that class. So one of the classes is called the Caring Community class. And so we took that, and now we're here and making this event. Mm-hmm. That's what we do. In wow. In, in the class, we basically – we um. We all sit, we have this little table and we meet and we talk about what we need to do right now 
and what are all of our goals this week and how we're going to accomplish them and what we just need to get started. Yeah. Is that important for you all to set those goals even on a weekly basis and why? It really is. It is because if we don't know what we're trying to do, we aren't really doing anything. Mm -hmm. We're not moving forward in our process and we're not truly just making any improvements. Yeah. And that's what it's all about, I guess, moving forward. Um, You know, as an eighth grader, knowing that there are (laughs) events bigger than yourself, because I remember being in eighth grade and, you know, social media wasn't around, believe it or not. Um, It was just like, hey, the dinosaurs were still there. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, but, you know, I had like, oh, if I played sports or like me and my friends, there was a drama going on and there wasn't the reality of what there's a world out there bigger than me. And that didn't really hit me till an event happened a couple years later, whenever 9-11 hit. And it was kind of just like a, a big reality check that, man, there's a whole world out there. And then things started to change and social media came and kind of we ended up here today. Yeah. But, but to be in the eighth grade and already learning why it's important to be a part of something bigger than yourself and to give back is, is huge. You know, do you all see that as, as important? This, is really op- this event has really opened my eyes to how big things are and that you can help and be a part of that. Yeah. Do you think there's any any limit on what y'all are able to accomplish? I don't think so. We, I, think. <laughs> I mean, I'm pretty sure there might be, but I think if we just try our best and we just keep going for it and set those goals that we will get there and we'll make it. You know, <laughs> uh, I'm sorry, you were going to say uh, something. If we try hard enough, we'll, we'll make it. Mm-hmm. I love that. So y- if I understood it correctly, it's six weeks is what you're in that class for. Mm-hmm. So for the last six weeks, you've been planning this event? Well, actually, well, <laughs> our, this specific class, it was extended. So it was 12 weeks. And then it was extended. Yeah. And then she stole us. So we've weeks, been so in now. this class for about three, six weeks now. Uh, about 14, 14 weeks. 14, 14 weeks. Or so. And you've planned an entire event in 14 weeks as yes. middle school students. Three days a week. Yes. Three days a week, even. Yes. You know, it takes us like years <laughs> to plan an event, and we're freaking out. Like it's week of, and you guys are calm and collected. Are you guys ready for this? Um, uh, <laughs> I don't know if we're calm, but I think we're ready for this. I think we're ready. I think the most thing is, is we just kind of want the event to come, just so we can just, just it's the event, and we're there, and we're just. It's crunch time. Yeah. You, you know, you're we're prepared. You know, and we find this, you know, when there's events, it's like, well, I'm as prepared as I can be. I feel like there's always something else you can do. But, you know, when it's here, like, let's go. I'm ready for this. You know, and I think that's probably what y'all are, where y'all are at right now as as well. So, Mm -hmm. you know, Chef Mary Bass, who's commenting along, said, hey, I want to take the class. (laughs) Can adults come and take the class? Welcome to come. That would be fun. That would be a lot of fun. Um, When the event's over, because it's this Saturday. Yes. What happens next? Well, we um, have to send thank you cards to all of our sponsors and all the people who helped and just donated things for our silent auction and just helped us get through everything. And then mm-hmm. we get to present the families with the checks. That'll be fun. Yeah. Oh. That's what it's all about in the end, right? Mm-hmm. Is there a goal that y'all have for like what y'all are going to be able to bless those families with? Or is it just it is what it is? Yes. We're last trying to beat last year's thirty thousand that we raised for them. Mm-hmm. So we're going to try to at least beat thirty thousand. That's our goal. That's the goal right there. So yeah. if you want to be involved and and you can donate as well, you know, on the, on their website, if you want to get in contact with them, you know, contact Deer Park ISD and you can make a donation as well. Maybe you can't make it to the event and you want to. Hey, I want to help donating my time, my money, 
maybe some food to sell. Hey, get involved and, and let's make a difference in some local families' lives. What yeah. is what is that website one more time? www.pageproject2019.weebly.com. And did you guys build the website as well as part of the class? Yes. Oh my gosh. We have a couple people working on the website. How many people are in this class? Because I'm, I'm thinking, like, there's no way it's just a small amount of y'all are able to. 13 students. There's only 13? <laughs> yep. And it's only eighth graders? Yes. Or there... Okay. You know, as seventh graders, <laughs> did y'all watch the event take place and be like, I want to be in that class? Yes, I, I did. I went to the she, concert. I because... wasn't able to go to the event at the time because of some other matters. But yeah. She went because to the event. we um are actually Deer Park Junior High's fourth period choir mm-hmm. performed at the concert last year, and I was in that choir. So I performed there, and after, they were like, okay, you can go buy a ticket and go hang out at the event. So I went and I bought I bought a ticket, and I went and I watched the rest of the show, and I really just enjoyed being there. And I was <laughs> like, how they planned this whole thing. So, like, what makes it that I can't join that class and I can do it? Yeah. How does the selection process, Is it, it seems like, if there's only 13 kids, you know, you, you have to have a really good reason for wanting to be in there. Is there like a essay you had to write or just a selection random at random? I think a certain amount of kids signed up and then I believe it was Dr. Reagan. She picked the kids that she thought would be most capable yeah, for doc- this class. Dr. Reagan's like, let me see you design a website. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah, how are you graphic you're pretty good. Skills? Check. Okay. <laughs> let me see you design a T-shirt. Okay. You're pretty good. Let me see you write, uh, you know, asking, asking companies to donate. Your writing's good. <laughs> So that that process seems like it would be, you know, sometimes kind of difficult to make. But there's a lot of capable students out here doing really cool things at a younger age. Awesome. Yes. Is, is, so there's three teachers in the class or yes. in the classroom. Do you got anything that you want to say about the teachers and what how, how awesome they are? They I mean, really help us out. <laughs> like if we have like a little question, like I'll be like, hey, is this sentence correct? I'm about to send this email <laughs> to this giant company. Is it okay? Yeah. And then they'll check it and it'll be fine. Yeah. And the teachers, they also helped us, like, make not... We were just the people who were like, hey, let's do a cook-off. They actually helped us make the cook-off. Right. They actually said, okay, well, let's do this then. Let's make this and this and that if we're going to do a cook-off. And we were like, okay. And they helped us kind of... They guided us into the right path into making this an actual event that will actually work. Yeah. Do you think there's underclassmen you know seventh graders sixth graders that are watching you guys now and we all are probably inspiring i think so i have some friends in younger grades and i hope i'm helping them to want to take this class in the future well i hope so because i go home every day and my little sister i hope she joins this class because if she doesn't yeah (laughs) (laughs) so talk about the event a little bit you know you mentioned cook-off concert video games, drone flying. Can you tell us how that's going to work and what's going to happen? Okay, um, so basically we have some puppies or some dogs from the shelter from the shelter coming over to where um, kids can pay some money to go and just pet the dogs and take mm-hmm. pictures and little cute frames. And we and actually our robotics um, classes from north and south high school campuses are coming together to create these drone flying events, these spheros, they're little spheros. And um, in, it's actually an in real life rocket league. Like there's a remote control that controls a little remote controlled car that goes and just plays rocket league. They built an arena. Kurt's intrigued. They, He's like, I've so, always wanted so. it to be a real life rocket league. Like yeah. I'm driving down the interstate playing. <laughs> they, for the, 
For those yeah. that are listening on our FM or also on our Facebook that don't know what Rocket League it is, it is a video game where people drive around in cars and basically play soccer with a car. You hit the car and then it goes into the goal. Yeah. So they built a, a arena and they built little remote control cars and um, they have controllers and you get to control and they have a soccer ball or a v- Sort of and that was kids from the high school that, that yes, did that? Yes, The okay. robotics classes made them. I wonder if any of those kids are probably past participants in the PAGE project as well. I wouldn't Most be surprised. Likely. Some of them are. Yeah. How many students have been in the program over the eight years? Has I mean, it always been like 13 students or so in the class? Yeah, we, we probably average um, 12 to 15. Um, we found that like the kids, and they were talking about this a little bit when they organized themselves, they put themselves on little committees. Um so we found it's most helpful to keep just the number right around like 12 to 15 mm-hmm. um, so that they can check in with each other. And they, they're they modest. I mean, they have group chats. They have their text chains that they're all a part of. So, in fact, they were girls were talking about it in the car that well, I've never talked to so many people um, <laughs> because they're, you know, they're really having to communicate um, with each other and really function as a team and really speak to people in our community they've been to Mm -hmm. rotary meetings and chamber of commerce events Um, they were at the mayor's evening of community praise last week speaking to a group of 300 um, with local pastors and and everybody praying for gracie and sophia so um they get out there wow yeah so that class is three days a week and there's three Mm -hmm. teachers is it each teacher does a different day no they're all there there? at once okay no it's all hands on deck all right and for for you as a teacher, you know, do you bring, is it like something you specialize in and then the other teachers kind of kind of help or is it just like, hey, everybody does a little bit of everything? Um, we sort of do what the kids do almost. Yeah. Um, and like um, I do more of the promos with the kids. So I'm the one driving them, you know, we're at the mayor's evening of community praise um, or driving them here today and, and that sort of thing. Um Miss Glasgow, our librarian, she she's worked really hard um, on the donations. And so working with the kids on, okay, I'm a business owner. How would you approach me? And really practicing um, all of that with them. Mr. Lincheck is um, a technology teacher. So he's kind of worked with, like with Lindsay and her graphic artist abilities and mm-hmm. the kids building the website and online ticket sales and the GoFundMe sites that the kids have done. So the kids are doing it, but we're just sort of there for when they have questions or to say, hey, have you thought about this or that and kind of moving them forward? Yeah. Do you think this program is something that, you know, other schools, you know, junior highs, even high schools, elementary schools could implement in in the future? Oh, absolutely. I mean, I think the point of the class is that we could all make a difference in our own backyard. So there's no reason why anybody couldn't pick up that or with a a cause or an issue or a problem that they see in, in their neighborhood or their school or their school district and and make a difference yeah and it was just students you know eight years ago they came came to you came to your office and just asked was that an easy decision to make uh no really i mean it's a whole new class that's the thing yeah and we definitely wanted to help um so helping was an easy decision to make um but when when 13 year olds come to you and they're Mm -hmm. like oh we have this great idea and we're just gonna go sell things and you you know your your mind has all these questions of okay well how's that gonna work and you want to be sure that you know they're representing you and they're they're representing our schools so you want to be sure that everything is done correctly you want to make sure that all of the money goes to the families you want to make sure that they're getting as much donated as as they can so 
wrapping our heads around what this every as I said every year they've come up with a different twist or a different challenge you know first we start with a 5k well then we're gonna have a color run okay what does that look like and mm-hmm. what if somebody has asthma or what if, you know and you yeah. kind of you go through all of those things and then when we did the concert and then this year with the cook-off so every time you sort of have to take a minute and say okay all right we can let's let's figure it out together because they do the research that's awesome you know are, are you musical at all are you going to get up there and maybe sing a duet <laughs> i feel like the students and the oh. community would really enjoy that mm-hmm. of all the things i've done singing has not you know uh, through the years kissing a chicken sitting on a block of ice all the silly things that principals do no not the singing this could be your debut though oh gosh it could be a fundraising event think about that like that in itself like I, yeah. could, I could play ukulele. Could while be my accompanist. Mm. I'll be your accompanist. Yeah. <laughs> and then you, you could go. be we'll like, see hey. how much money you raise. That should be something, then, yeah. right? We'll <laughs> raise a certain We're, dollar Deer amount. Park Junior High. You know, you raise this much. You know, <laughs> and and principal will go up there and, oh, and yeah. be able to sing a, a, a duet or sing a solo. <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. one thing that we've learned here at KHEA Radio is if you do something weird and out of the ordinary, yes. people will give money to it, yes. like <laughs> shaving your eyebrows or, or <laughs> going bald. It's all kinds <laughs> of stuff. <laughs> it is. 1028, you're listening to KHEA Radio 99.5 FM. We're talking to the Page Project 2019. It's a Deer Park ISD event that's taking place this Saturday, starting at 4 o'clock. Is that correct? Yes. At uh, Gaines Mason Auditorium. How can people go ahead and get their tickets if they want to want to go again? They can visit our website and buy tickets online there for $20. Or if you don't want to do that and you want to go buy them at the door, they're $25. So Joe Perez, he's one of our, our really good friends. He he does, I think he does some of the uh, communications for Dickens, or not Dickens, it's for Deer Park. Deer Park. ISD. Yes. Um, and he said, I'll donate a hundred bucks if she sings. Oh, Joe. That's the start. Okay. You got to do it. That's okay. the start. Well, after the concert. Before right? you know, you're the unless you want to be the headliner, <laughs> you can be the headliner, yeah. I guess. But oh, hey, no, it's a hundred bucks, Jake right? Might have on. an issue with that. I would say, hey, Joe, like <laughs> yeah. 500, 600, let's oh, go 1,000. Up the you know? ante. <laughs> up the yeah. ante a little uh-huh. bit. We well, you know once they see Joe is donating other people, you know, someone said yes, Carrie. Joe could duet with me for sure, right? He has the voice <laughs> of an angel, I'm sure. <laughs> yeah. He does. Yeah, Joe Perez will will do some good right? stuff for Right, we would do anything cause. for Gracie and Sophia. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. All right. See, that's what I always say. I always like, I'll do anything for KHCA Radio. Yeah. so we did a -a share-a-thon in december and someone said how much would you take to like shave your eyebrows and they're like we'll give you a thousand dollars right now and i was like sold a thousand okay (laughs) eyebrows were gone later that day it was funny it was pretty funny but they grew back strong they did i was trying to talk them into getting microblading in the meantime oh no But it didn't happen. But he's still down, so we may still do it anyways. I want to yeah. go check out this event that's taking place because Saturday. I want to do the real life uh, we'd love to Rocket have you there. League. Yes. That sounds like some. I but the kids would get mad because I'm not giving up my turn. Like I'm one of those kids, like <laughs> sitting there, like ah, it's mine. No, they even they built the bots so that when they um, so if you drive your bot over like a poly spot, the little circular things that we use in PE. Those are power-ups. So it has power-ups just like the real game. <laughs> Everything. They're amazing. And that's all kid-built and programmed. Kurt's really excited because... <laughs> yeah, it's awesome. I've never played Rocket League, but if I had like a dollar for every time I've heard him talk about Rocket League, I could give you the 30000 like right now. I'm telling you. So that, and then you'd be good to go. It tells, it tracks you how many like hours and days and stuff that you've yeah. played on that oh, game. No. Like how many... Oh, no. How... 
I don't. Do you yeah. know what it is? Off the top let's just say I I've only owned Rocket League for a year, and there's at least two weeks gone. That's like straight, like you. Yeah, two weeks. Like it tracks how many hours and stuff. It's two whole weeks that I've played. Of just that game. Of just that game. Oh, well, wow. and it's the, impressive. The kids have <laughs> the kids have collected like fifty auction baskets, and there's Astros tickets with parking passes, nice nice seats. Mm-hmm. There's like uh, bed and breakfast packages. There's portraits. There's I mean you're gonna want to see those too. So we're gonna have wow. to pull you out of Rocket League. Yeah, we're gonna to get you to yeah. bid on some of the auction baskets because they're amazing. Is it a silent auction? It's a yes. silent auction. Okay. Uh huh. Kurt has I, an issue. I, I, get, I get mad with silent. <laughs> au- well, I got mad with the the silent auction for the uh, the Lighthouse, Lighthouse Christian, Christian Ministries. Oh no! Because they did it online, so people oh, could no. bid online okay. and ruin it. See, I like silent auctions when I can stand there and intimidate people and be like, mm, "Are you really gonna do that?" When it's online, table. I can't. I can't mm-hmm. intimidate anybody not to outbid me. And I got outbid all the time. And On I was, everything. I was yelling like, no. But again, <laughs> it went towards a great cause. Yes. Like, like yes. this will as well, right? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So if Kurt's intimidating people and y'all need him to leave, like we can call like the Deer Park Police Department <laughs> we'll, to we'll kindly escort. back to Rocket League. <laughs> yeah, I'd be like, okay, yeah. Uh-huh. Go back to Rocket League. You're okay now. Joe Perez comes uh-huh. over and goes, I'm going to have to ask you to leave. <laughs> as communications person. Uh-huh. <laughs> Get out. <laughs> Don't come back. <laughs> Leave your money. Okay, so go. Leave your money. There you go. Just set your wallet on the floor. So, walk away. Uh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> Tiffany, I have to ask. I'm I'm sorry. I called you by your first name. No, that's it's w- fine. Sorry. Totally good. Students, don't ever call your, your teachers by your first name. As a <laughs> former <not> teacher, <laughs> uh-huh. it drove me nuts. Um, But as a former teacher, one of the things that I liked uh, about teaching and I tried to instill into my students was project-based learning, and that's PBL, yes. right? Yes. And that's, you know, they would do things like with, local organizations and build commercials or, or do music videos. And I, and I tried to incorporate a way where they were helping to benefit mm-hmm. some sort of project. Project-based learning as a teacher is one of the hardest things to do because it's literally you have to, like, step away. Yes. One of the first things that I've always did, um, well, one of the, like, first shocking moments about PBL was I had a student call an, an or, or a business. Mm-hmm. And they're like, hey, this is Rachel – can you please give me a call? I had some quick questions for you and hung up the phone. And I, she, this is a high school student. And I was like, what? How are they going to call you back? How are they going to know who Rachel is? You got to say, this is Rachel with blah. My phone number is, and it just like took me back. But it was one of those teachable moments. Talk about how, how you've been able to kind of step back and maybe some moments that help these students in real life situations. It's at first, I will say the three teachers in the class, we really keep each other honest because we'll, you know, the kids will show us drafts of um, their web page, the program for the event. I mean, you know, any anything like that, that's sort of the face of the event. And you look at it and you think, oh, I would change, small, you know, <laughs> this or that. And we really keep each other honest. We're like, nope, the yeah. kid, that's that's for the kids to do. Or we'll have our own, you know, kind of steering meeting and we'll talk about whatever and we'll start to say, oh, well, I can. And we're like, no, nope, let's call one of the kids. And we're going to put this committee so hard. Um, on that. And it, it it is hard. And we've learned to, you know, we started out just like you said with, yeah, go call whatever. And then it was like, oh, whoa. Okay. We got to teach them. So, yeah. So <laughs> come back. And, and so now we're doing like the mock calls before the committee who's calling, you know, goes off. Um, even with their emails. I mean, this generation 
they text and they snap and they insta and they don't so much even really send emails. So it, talking about how to send a formal email to a business, which is like a cold call yeah. um, that you're going to do. Emails are hard. Yeah, I, see, like emails. Uh-huh. I hate emails as well. So you were in the yeah. same boat. Yet they put me in charge of emails. So. <laughs> the process. But when we... Uh, they're when they shine the most i feel like is when is when we let them speak and when we're when we take them out in the community in real world situations um and they're meeting people who yeah might be in a field that they're interested in later and you can see those connections happening and you can even reinforce it you know we'll go back to the car and be like how cool was that and wasn't that amazing and um or like last week and i was like okay that's the mayor these are the city council members so these this you know and making that real for them um, was a great experience. And then getting to hear people out in the community say, oh, we saw your kids. They were great. Nothing makes you more proud um, than getting to hear that they've done this job well done in the end. So and it's really it. intriguing. You're the principal of the school. Yes. And teaching this. Class. How do you find the time to, to do something <laughs> like this? Principal's a pretty important yeah. job, right? Yes. It is. It's. Um, I don't know how she does it. I don't understand. What are you doing? <laughs> how are you doing this? Um, it, it. You know, it's just, it's a commitment, and it's just something that we've made a priority. And, and really, um, our whole school family is so supportive. Um, you can see... You know they'll look at they'll look at me and I'm walking down the hallway and they're like, "Are you going to Page Project?" Yeah. Okay. Afterwards, will you find me? Totally. Um, and and because everybody everybody wants to make that happen for for Gracie and Sophia for the kids in our class and so I just feel like everybody kind of wraps their arms around the project um, yeah. and and makes it work. With, you know, can you talk a little bit about your background? Did you always know you were going to go into education and what kind of like puts yeah. you towards this path? Well, I'm a former fawn, so I went to Deer Park Junior High um, myself when I was a student. Um, I am one of those where my grandmother was a teacher, my aunt was a teacher, and um, I really grew up in their classrooms as a child. And um, I always say school was my happy place. Um, My parents were divorced and things could sometimes be a little crazy at home. Um, but I always knew that school was going to be safe and fun and people were going to love me and support me. And, um, so I love going, I love going to school. So I got my doctorate. I would go back to school tomorrow. I love going to school. I doesn't love school. Um, so yeah, I think I always thought I would. I started teaching elementary and then, um, went to the junior high and I got to coach for a few years and be a student council sponsor and teach, um, and I've just never left. Oh, that's so, awesome. Yeah. Where did you get your, where'd you go to school? Can you tell me like those paths? Sure. Yeah. I got um, my undergrad here at home from U of H Clear Lake. Um, I was working and putting myself through school. And then um, I was teaching at Deer Park Junior High and I got my master's degree from Stephen F. Austin. Um, they did this cool satellite in Humble. So I went to Humble High and uh, then I became an assistant principal and I was like, I still love going to school. Yeah. And um, went to Stephen F. Austin. I actually went there for my doctorate. So um, every Friday night, we were in a hotel room, my cohort, uh, going to school. We'd that's go awesome. We'd all day Saturday. Yeah. And that's how people love to spend their Friday nights. <laughs> in the hotel, ready to go to school. school yeah. I'm telling you. <laughs> um, yeah. So, and it was a great experience. Yeah. 
I keep the dissertation right on my desk so the kids can see it. Well, what's really cool is that you're, you know, a student. <laughs> Everybody needs to know how hard that was. Yeah. You know, a student, a teacher, and then you promoted within. Is that something that normally happens? I'm, I haven't heard of that too much, but that's really cool. Um, I, Everyone says that, and I guess we're sort of this unique little microcosm. A third of the staff at Deer Park Junior High went to Deer Park Junior High as a student. Um, so there's a lot of us yeah. um, who went to school together, who are still in the community um, and still working in our school. Um, what do you think that says about the community and the ISD in general? We're happy mm-hmm. and we, we love home. And um, we as, we are definitely a family. I mean, it sounds cliche and it's probably overused, um, but I would say our school is the definition of a family, really. Right now it is 1040. This is KHEARadio.com, 99.5 FM. If you're watching on Facebook, feel free to share this video out. If you're listening on our website or at 99.5 FM, good morning to you. Feel free to call, text a friend, tell them about the page projects taking place this weekend. How you can get involved is go to the website. Kurt, how can they get involved and check out everything going on? Yeah, it's the pageproject2019.weebly.com. We have posted that as a comment on our Facebook page. If you're listening at home, write that down. If you're listening in the car, go back later and try to find it. Please don't text and drive. Um, One of the cool parts about this event is uh, there's going to be a local musician who is performing. Talk about how that came about. How did you get... uh, the the uh, is it Taylor, Jake 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 Worthington. Jake Worthington. Jake Worthington. Um, we may or may not have sort of Twitter stalked Jake. <laughs> um, She's pointing at you. <laughs> might have yeah yeah. <laughs> so just reaching out to him. That's the way that they uh, people Social musicians media. communicate. Yeah, and he's a great guy. I mean, he's been lovely um, to work with, and um, you know, this guy books gigs all over all the time. So mm-hmm. for him to take his time and come to our event we really i've been calling him a hometown hero because we just really appreciate him um, for coming home and helping us out with this event you know i don't want to dwell on it too much but deer park made some local news recently because of an incident that took place and um the community is kind of coming together talk about how that incident kind of maybe affected this project and how maybe that's gonna help this project um, yeah, so um, I've lived in Deer Park my whole life, and um, those those fires um, that happened were um, it it really I think took us all by surprise. You know, you live in the community and you really you're aware, but um, I've always felt very safe uh, at home, and I was at church actually. Uh, when we had to to shelter in place, um, I will say it through it all, and it's maybe an interesting takeaway, but it just made me really proud um, of my hometown. I thought our mayor was eloquent, asking every day for people to just pray for our community, um, and and working so hard, just being there to make us all feel safe. Um, we missed a week of school. Oh, yeah. Um, so. Um, <laughs> There goes a week of work. There goes, yeah, a week of work on the project. Kayla's all excited because she is sleeping at home. Um, And you have all of those things go through. We're in Texas, right? So Mm -hmm. we're a part. We have to do the state testing, and and that is upon us. We're like, wow, we missed a week of school, and we have that going on. We missed a week of school. We have 
um, this um, event coming up. Um, but the most important thing was that everybody was safe and doing well and just taking a minute to take a breath and check on the kids and make sure everybody was back home because a lot of people left. Um, um, and just making sure that we knew where everybody was and that making sure nobody needed anything. Um, and then, remember I said that definition of family, then really just coming together to make it work. Okay, we have this amount of time left. There's nothing we can do about that. So how are we going to make sure that the kids are ready for everything that they have going on these yeah. next couple of weeks? And that's a, a lesson in life, you know, a life lesson for these kids as well. You know, and you can use it as a Definitely. teaching moment as a teacher, right? Yes. Yeah, yeah 100, 100%. You know, first is just kind of um, doing that check-in with him and just making sure everybody's well-being is good. And then like, okay, we still have a goal. We still have a dollar amount we want to reach for our project. And we still, you know, state testing is a fact we live with. It's still coming. So what do you guys need to make sure that we're ready? Yeah. Is that something I guess a good teacher can do is use any, even a setback or something that looks bad, like use anything as a, as a teachable moment? Oh, absolutely. Um, after, um, after Hurricane Harvey, we took buses around and we went to all of the kids' houses. You know, we just brought it. We called them little sunshine snacks that we brought them just to kind of just to kind of check on them, but I feel like our teachers are really in tune with our kids and they check in, you know, every day. They're greeting them at the door. They're shaking their hand. Um, I feel like we know them so well. You can just look and see when, when something's not right. You can be walking down the hallway and now I know these so well. If I was, so, you know, you see a certain look on their face and you're like, hey, what's going on? Um, we have um, an app that our kids can use to check in with us, mm -hmm. which goes straight to my cell phone with a text message. Um, if they need something and, and they need it um, immediately or they want to let us know that they're worried about a friend or something's going on. Um, so, yeah, we're just, just being available, I think. All right. So we have about 15 minutes left. Right now we're talking about the PAGE project taking place this weekend. There's a, a ton of ways to get involved. And... Um, I know that we're still waiting for some more donations, so that way, Doctor Doctor Reagan can sing and and <laughs> and put on a beautiful That's, performance. Oh, yep. This could be mm -hmm. like your, I don't know, like your time to shine. Uh -huh. Maybe somebody will see a video clip. Next thing oh, you know, gosh. you're going to end up on The Voice yourself uh -huh. on the blooper reels. Uh -huh. <laughs> <laughs> uh -huh. Uh -huh. Well, no, that it's going to be you know a, a fun time. It sounds like there's something for everybody to do: flying drones, exactly. playing Rocket League. Yeah, there's there's quite a bit of stuff for you to do, Kurt. It sounds yes. like the perfect thing for me. Am I a middle school kid? Like, <laughs> did I plan this event? <laughs> what? Awesome. <laughs> when you said drones and Rocket League, I'm like, this is me. Yeah. Are there are there any ideas that someone gave out, maybe even yourselves, that it's like, man, we didn't have enough time, but maybe kids in the future can do that? What are some ideas that didn't quite have the time to come into come to pass? I, f I feel like we got most. I feel like we got most things. Yeah. I'm not I think there were little things that we thought of, like, oh, what about a jump, a jumping, a bounce house? Yeah. What about other little things that could be included that could make us some more money? But I think that it was just the process of getting those items. Mm -hmm. We were too close to the event to actually go through with it. Yeah. Because we didn't want to, like, say, oh, yeah, there's going to be a bounce house, but, like, no, we couldn't <laughs> get it. But. Yeah. But hopefully kids in the future can make this a bigger event and make it to where there's a lot more activities yeah. to be included. Was there ever like a second idea like, okay, the concerts, 
or and it was like, hey, these two are, are battling against each other, and the concert went out. Was there another one, or was it always the music concert? I remember at the beginning we were at the beginning we were in between a concert and something else, but at the moment I cannot remember what we were between. But we the concert went out. Okay. Yes, oh. we had we were thinking about doing a kind of like a run mm-hmm. or a sports tournament. <clears throat> We thought about a sports tournament, but we didn't think it would make as much money as yeah, with a dodgeball tournament. Dodge, like dodge a dodgeball tournament, but we really yeah, uh, yeah. We realized um, we were like, oh well, we've been going strong with this concert, and the concert has bringing uh, has brought us a lot of money. So we were like, um, we can't really. It's hard to like look away from it. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. knowing you made that much, it's kind of hard to turn your head away and be like. Let's try something else. Yeah. If you could give any advice to the currently seventh graders, you know, that are going to be in this class, they don't know that they are going to be yet, but next year, you know, y'all are leaving a model. What advice can you give about anything about putting on, you know, this event? I think stick with the concert or something that's going to make a lot of money. Please continue the cook-off because I hope (laughs) that turns out well. (laughs) How Um, many teams are in the cook-off so far, by the way? About seven teams. But we're are we we're still accepting registration, I believe. Okay, what are the the cook-off like meats? Are there categories or? Is yes, there are three categories. There's brisket, ribs, and chicken. The big the yes, big ones. The big three. <laughs> and who gets to judge? Is it you guys? Oh, I wish. Some, <laughs> of, some of us. I'm not going to be a judge. Kayla's not going to be a judge, but some of our other students are going to judge. We have the mayor coming to judge, and oh, we have yeah. some city councilmen. We have some city councilmen. We have just a lot of people who wanted to help in the community. We're calling them celebrity judges. Yeah. And we actually have one of our teachers from Deer Park Junior High also judging. Mm-hmm. Has the city and city council, the mayor, has everybody been a big support? Yes, they actually have because. Um, I believe I think they're in support because of just how long this event's been going, and they know they're like, oh, the Page Project, yeah, we're totally okay. We we want to help, and it's just a thing that everyone in Deer Park knows about. Yeah, <laughs> has it ever been almost like a reality check? Like, I'm talking to City Council and the Mayor. Is it just like, ah, you know, I'm talking to City Council and the Mayor? Yeah, I'm, I'm oh. talking to people on the radio right now. <laughs> yeah. What is yeah. this? So that is a moment where you're just like, yeah. what's going on? Yeah. Okay. Cool. I kind of feel feel <laughs> special now, <laughs> a little, a little bit, a little bit. Yeah. Um, what's next for y'all after you guys do this project? How do you take this, what you've learned in this class, and utilize it in in high school? Utilize it down the road, or have you even thought about that yet? I feel like since I'm with like the marketing and stuff, I feel like this class has taught me a lot about different types of files and how compatible they are. So. <laughs> Need to it make doesn't sure to change. Use the, I need to make sure to use the right files next time. I think this class has taught me to um, actually just speak up a little bit more because um, when we're in that little little table we have and thinking about all these things we can do, I remember being like, oh, we should do this. But like, I remember not really saying anything. But like the next day, we're like, okay, guys, we're stumped. We need some ideas. And I was like, okay, well, you know. Yeah. Have you all thought about... What you want to do after high school? Is that like continuing school or going into a, a trade? Um, I I hope to go into college. I hope I do anyway. I probably will. I'll probably go into something that involves like graphic design, hopefully anyway, mm-hmm. unless my plans change. Yeah, there's I, a lot of time. I also yeah. want to continue into college and I want to go into the medical field and just, I want to actually be a registered nurse. Okay. 
That'd those, be awesome. It's both very, very uh, cool professions, and we need we need both of those. <laughs> we need teachers. We need everything. You know, there's there's all kinds of uh, opportunities, especially in our area. When you get back to school, two things. First of all, are, how what have you learned about Facebook? What have you learned about utilizing Facebook? Are you going to share this on Facebook? Are you going to do you tell, all have Facebook? First are of you going to tell all I of your people? Okay, I don't have Facebook, but I'm you going to get my whole Facebook family. I don't. Mom. I don't have Facebook. Mom. Book. Mom. I should get Facebook though. <laughs> My mom has Facebook. I should and probably I get Facebook it. for situations like this. Yes. Do y'all have other well. any other social media at all? I have an Instagram and Snapchat. I don't use them much. Though. Yeah. I have Snapchat. I don't use it very much. I've been asking for an Instagram mom, but she hasn't got me one yet. <laughs> no, you always have to listen to your mom in those situations because social media, it can be a place for positivity, but there can also be a lot of trash and garbage out there and negativity. And so I will tell you the yeah. one place that Always has positivity, and that's KHEA Radio on our Facebook page. We try. I mean, if you could get, like, how many students are in Deer Park? At our school, 900. Man, we could use an extra 900 likes on our I wonder what the majority, like, what the the percentage have Facebook or social media at all. You know, but those are good things. That's, you know, good parenting that, you know, there are rules and be like, hey, you don't need that because you don't. Most kids have Instagram and Snapchat. Yeah. Cool. That's like a normal thing, I feel like. We're old, Guardy. We only use Facebook. Well, I was a, like, I've had a Facebook since 2007. And so I'll see these memories that pop up. And here's another lesson y'all should take. And y'all don't because you're not on Facebook. But be very careful what you put on the internet because it's there forever. So, like, I'll look back at statuses and it's like, oh, 12 years ago you posted this. And I'm like, why would I ever post that? Like, why would I think this is okay? <laughs> It's not, you know, it's so always be careful what you do now because it is there forever and you can delete People it, but it's still there. You even if you're trying not to say, yeah. Anyways, that's a different subject for a different day. Yeah, it's 1053. This is KHEARadio.com, 99.5 FM. We're going to be on till 11. We're talking about the Page Project 2019, how you can get involved. We have seen a lot of people that want to get involved, how we can get Dr. Reagan singing and uh, making her debut this Saturday. In concert, live, all for an amazing cause, helping two of the, the, the students here, Sophia and Gracie, a first grader and a fifth grader, right here in Deer Park ISD. We got about six minutes left, and, and one of the most important questions that we haven't hit on yet is this event is, what, one, two, three, four days away? Oh. Did I just scare you? Wait, is, <laughs> is, is today the first? Today is the 30th. 30th. Oh, I okay. got the two. Oh, so it's five oh. days. It's five. Okay. I can't count. Wednesday. You just lost 24 hours for them. They're like, what? Tuesday. Okay. I'm not counting today. I went Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. So four days. We need to send you back to Deer Park Junior High. <laughs> <laughs> what other classes are y'all taking? Like, you know, I know there's, is it Texas History 7th grade? I'm trying to think about. Texas History 7th grade. Okay. And. We're, we we actually have you're in a geometry. Kind of, yes, yep. we have a similar schedule. We um, are taking PP language arts and geometry. Okay, I took geometry. I'm pretty sure in the tenth grade. It's, it's so is that a little bit advanced? Class. It's it's an advanced class. And yes. we're also taking IPC science. Okay. Which is an advanced science, and um, I um, Lindsay isn't taking it, but I'm taking dual language, which is basically a program you start from kindergarten, which you're in a special Spanish class. Yeah. So you just go and. You learn Spanish. So you started taking Spanish in kindergarten? Yes. Well, we learned like the basic, like what's purple, what's red, and all those good stuff. What is purple? Um, morado. Morado. <laughs> <laughs> My mind went blank. I'm what's sorry. Re- what's red? Can we Rojo. get red? Rojo. Rojo. 
Rojo. See, don't. Okay, we don't want to get Kurt mm. speaking Spanish, so we need to be careful. I'm going to turn this mic off. Because then he starts saying, talking about his belly button. This is something. He, <laughs> Kurt's from Nebraska. So he has not had the opportunity to take Texas history. And he's like, why do y'all need Texas history? I was like, first of all, there's a lot that's gone on here. And it's a great class. <laughs> yeah. They don't have I Nebraska agree. history, I right, I really Kurt? enjoy Texas history, honestly. It was a good class. Mi ombligo el stockimondo. Yeah. <laughs> oh, there oh, we no. go. Oh, uh, there's the Spanish. Joe said, ask about the other big red classes. So there, that that's kind of, you had mentioned that earlier in the interview. Uh, red classes are classes like elective classes, but for Deer Park, kind of, right? Yes. So, they're, well, they're, they're um, interest-based enrichment classes. Okay, cool. So go ahead. Thanks Interest-based so enrichment classes. <laughs> <laughs> what what options are there? So there um there's some mandatory ones like escape the room is one where you basically learn about puzzles mm-hmm. and you get and you to build your own escape mm-hmm. room. That's cool. And there's also a sign language one. There's a sign language class. My personal favorite is called Monsters Inside Me. It's a class about parasites. <laughs> oh wow! Uh, I didn't like. That. No, no <laughs> one else liked that class, but I love that class. There was fencing. There was knitting. Yeah. There was knitting. a knitting class. There was a Broadway musical class where they actually put on a show. Okay. And yeah, it's just these a lot of options that they just the teachers if they have third period, a free period, they're like, "Okay, well then I'll take up a class." Mm-hmm. And there's sing with glee, which is a music class and So as and students, would, you get to pick? Yes. yes. Okay, cool. I'll feel, I would feel bad for the other teachers because I'm sure like all the students are like, I only want to be in the fencing class, and then they're not paying attention in math and reading and science. Is that the class that people <laughs> want to get into, or is it just random? Like, I guess students well, have different interests. Monsters has increased in popularity. Yeah. Like the we had it the first six weeks, and I signed up for it. There was only like 15 kids in our class. Molecular mm-hmm. gastronomy is very popular. Also, we have a class called Best Buds that's very popular. And it's basically a class where you get to hang out with, um, with our life skills students. Okay. Yes, with you. Um, you get to do some project-based learning with them. So the kids are sort of matched up. Okay. And they do some, some peer learning together. Peer learning. Cool. Mm-hmm. Well, these classes sound fun. I didn't they have are. these classes, you know, whenever I was. Is this like a Deer Park ISD thing specifically, or it's is this something they're launching only everywhere? only a DPJH thing. It's only, oh, okay. It's only for our school, I believe. So the Deer Park Junior High. Is there another junior high in Deer Park? Four. There's four. There's there's a lot of junior highs. Okay. <laughs> Which one is the best? Deer Park. Deer Park Junior High. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Come on, Kurt. Why are you asking these questions? I'm just making sure. Take that, Fairmont. <laughs> <laughs> Man, I was gonna ask them next what was the best radio station, KHEA Radio. Right. But yep. there's only one. There's not four to choose from. There's only one FM radio station in Galveston County. Are are, are y'all in Harris? Yes. Which county? Yeah, y'all are in Harris County. Yes. So there's a ton of radio stations in Harris County. Okay, so which one's the best in Galveston radio station County that you know of? Hmm. Which radio station uh, have you been on oh, in studio? KHEA. You heard it here first. You heard it here first. That's some breaking news. All right, so right now it's uh, 10.59. This is KHEA Radio. We need to remind everybody one more time about the event, how they can go donate, get involved, find out more information about the PAGE project for 2019. If this is something where you want to cook, maybe you are the best barbecue in, in the area, you need to enter in this competition. It's for a great cause. Kurt, let them know. Yeah, the event is taking place on Saturday at 4 o'clock. Can you tell us where it's at again? At Gaines Mason Auditorium, Deer Park High School North Campus. Awesome. And the, there's a concert, there's drones, there's Rocket League, anything that you want. And how can people donate if they can't make it to the event? 
They can go to our website at www.pageproject2019.weebly.com and we have a GoFundMe link on our website. So you can donate directly to our GoFundMe if you can't make it to the event. Can y'all let everybody know y'all's names one more time and then we're going to end this broadcast because um, I'm sure there's a lot of people that are, are going to be following y'all through the years. You know, whenever you're involved in events like this in the community, you know, it's it. I mean, it leaves a lasting impression on you and then y'all are able to continue and make these lasting impressions on the rest of the world. I'm Lindsay. And I'm Kayla Gutierrez. I'm Tiffany Reagan. All right. Well, thank you so much for hanging out with us. And we're, we're proud of you guys. And I think Deer Park ISD and the junior high is doing an amazing thing. Thank you for thank having you so us much. on. It's 11 o'clock. This has been Kickstart KHEA Radio 99.5 FM. Y'all have a blessed day. See you tomorrow morning, 830. Coming up next, Toby Mac, The Elements. Bye, guys. Bye, Facebook.